This is a Danger Entertainment podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the history of bad ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 314. Wow. I'm Jason. Is this pie? It is pie. Oh, we should have brought pie. We've got chocolate peanut butter pie Oreos. I'm Jeff. I'm Jim. Mm, now I kind of want some pie, like some cherry pie. She's my no. cherry. No. <laughs> pie. But I want pie. What kind of pie, Jeff, do we go with on pie day? What would be the best? Um, chocolate peanut butter. Okay. Oh, wow. I do like peanut butter pie. Key lime. Key lime is my favorite. Chocolate silk. Oh. Uh, but it gets a film on top, though. Or is that the pudding pie? Well, if it's a good chocolate silk pie, it won't get the film. Okay. Bad ones probably, probably could. Okay. So my mom's going <laughs> 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 to get the film on. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know, heaven forbid she actually listens to this show one day. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on. We're here. Uh, Blake's taking a personal day this week. We will see him next week. Uh, he'll be back. Uh, maybe funny? I'm not sure. You never know with Blake. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, he's taking a personal day. So we are here this week. Back in our studio after two weeks, isn't it? Holidays. Holidays do that to you. Jeff, what did you get for Christmas? Anything great? What did I get for Christmas? I got a new, uh, what do you call it? Circular? You're making a circular motion? Yeah, a uh, humidifier for my bedroom. Oh, okay. So I can sleep at night now. Okay. Were you not sleeping at night? I was having a hard time sleeping without getting like a dry throat and okay. whatnot. And you put the, uh, my kids, two of my kids have those uh, just because of respiratory issues, but yeah. So, did you get it for a present, or did you buy it yourself? I got it for a present. Oh, okay. well, I asked for it when asked, okay. what do you want for Christmas? Was Is it a Vicks one that you put the medicine no, in? No. Oh, okay. It, it tells you specifically, don't add any aromas or anything to it. It's in the shape of a frog. 
It is not. Aww. Although that would be cool if it was. It would. They, they have kids' ones like that. Oh, it's kind of teardrop-shaped. Oh. Well, that's not as much fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Dicks used to carry those. Dicks Sporting Goods? Yes. The frog ones? Uh-huh. Really? Uh, we, they had the frog. They had the, like, an elephant. They had... They yeah? Had, they had four different ones. We had an elephant in this house, and let me tell you, they, they're shit. The, the uh, animal ones, they're awful. Uh, Vix, or, uh, I think it's Vix that we went with now. Or, no, not Vix. Uh, it was a different one. Sorry. But anyways, we don't put the mess in it, but uh, they have a good one. But, yeah, the animal ones suck. I think we've gone through, like, two elephants, and we just gave up. So, welcome to Humidifier Talk. Well, then I'm glad I didn't get a frog <laughs> one. <laughs> Jim, you get anything exciting? I got books, so I have more reading to do. Good. And then I got some cash, and I used that to buy a new Bengals jacket. Ooh. Just a little windbreaker. Uh, was it $5? No. Oh. It was on sale, so it was only like $72. Oh, okay. Okay. On sale at the official Bengals shop. Official but, Bengals shop. Everything costs more money than... Wow. Is it signed by Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals? No. Was it worn by him? <laughs> it was actually worn by Hugh Jackson. Oh, <laughs> Can't all be winners, kid. Can't all be winners. Talking uh, about, like, Hugh Jackson and Marvin Lewis. Ex-Bengal coaches, yes. Yes. So is Marvin Lewis going to be the new Dennis Green, where all these teams bring him in for interviews because of the Rooney rule, where yes. they absolutely have zero interest in signing him? Yes. Uh, the rumor is that he might be the defensive coordinator down in Dallas uh, for McCarthy, Mike McCarthy. So... I was kind of hoping Dallas would sign Marvin Lewis because well, then they would continue their streak of not winning playoff games. Well, the problem is is Marv's uh, one his offensive coordinator coming with him is Hugh Jackson. It, yeah, he, it's a joint. It's always uh, a joint. And they like uh, <laughs> was it Kellen Moore? Is that who it, they yeah, like? The guy who the former quarterback. ex quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Um, Giants hired a special teams guy from uh, the, the Patriots. Patriots today. And then... Uh, People are freaking out. You can't hire a special teams guy. Why? Why not? It's the same as the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Bill Belichick uh, liked him and said he has... He came out and said he has coach... Uh, I thought you couldn't hire coaches for teams that are playing in the playoffs this oh. week. Oh! Oh! Oh, no, he's... Bill Belichick won't come on the show. There was no danger of that <laughs> happening before. And then, is he looking like the Emperor Palpatine? Well, he always has. Okay, he looks a lot more lately. We got that from a couple of Twitter people, and I actually told, asked my wife that, too. He, he kind of looked like the Emperor there for a while. Tom Brady's slowly turning into Darth Vader. Like, he's, you can tell he's forming into it. Don't do it, Tom. So when we hear Brady go, no, <laughs> then we're in trouble? Yes. You know he's, he, you know he's going to leave the Patriots. You know he is. Everyone says he is. Yeah. He's not leaving the Patriots. He's not leaving the Patriots. Unless he retires. No, he's not leaving the Patriots. I love love that every media outlet. Oh, he's he's going to somewhere. Why? Why would he go anywhere? Because, like, Indianapolis has so much cap room, they can pay him a lot more money. It's not about the money to him. Yeah. That's the one thing I respect. Well, a couple things I do respect about him. But the fact that he's never been in this for the money. He's in it to win. You know what I respect about him? He's set records. You know what I respect about him? He pisses off Roger Goodell. That's what I respect about him. And hey, can I have your phone? Fuck you. <laughs> if New Orleans decides to move on from Breeze and Breeze retires, Brady's definitely playing another year. 
Yeah. To, to get all the records that Breeze has. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think Breeze comes back. That's the rumor is that they were talking, uh, Ian Rappaport, I think they said they were trying to work out a deal, like a two-year deal. Oh, I think Breeze comes back. Breeze, oh. Breeze wants to put these records out of reach. My, I like Breeze. My, my question is, though, are the fans of New Orleans suing the league yet? <coughs> Again, that, well, that was one I, of the weakest pass interference calls, and it wouldn't stand up to the... You're talking Kyle Rudolph pushing off the cornerback yeah. in the end zone to win in overtime this yeah, weekend. Yeah, he said that should have been called offensive pass interference. Mm, and no. I'm like, no, they were it's hand, it's hand fighting where his arm is extended, but he's also jumping backwards. So he creates space on his own. But he, yeah. again, there's definitely contact. You can't change a playoff game by something that incidental. Yeah. You can't. It's not like he pulled the guy down or something mm-hmm. in the or end. Or it's zone. not like he ran right through him as the ball was still coming at him and knocked him down to the ground as the ball fell to the ground. <laughs> Which uh, one are you talking about? I was talking about the one that the, the, the Rams did last year to the Saints. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, did something new happen this week? I saw all the playoff games. <laughs> the only one I didn't really watch was Seattle-Philly because uh, we had so- stuff going on. But my Bills... <sighs> Find another way to... Oh, man, and if the Bills won, then all the wild cards would have won. You know, and I like the Bills. My my dad was a Bills fan growing up, and I, I like them because they're, they're very similar to Cincinnati, the city of Cincinnati. But, my God, can they find another way to break their hearts up in Buffalo? Jeez, old peace. And, my God, uh, their quarterback, uh, Josh Allen, he looked petrified in that overtime in fourth quarter. They showed his face. He looked scared. I thought Houston was the better team. I thought they were going to I think win. they are. I think I think Buffalo's maybe a year or two away. Oh, I I thought they were a pretender this year, but I but they're on the way of becoming a mm-hmm. good team. They're about 2 years away. I think next year I think they have a real shot at winning the division. I think this uh yeah, it depends I don't think the Patriots are that strong anyways. So, I I think cuz they were in the uh Patriot games pretty Yeah, they they were within Buffalo's. A, they were within a touch their mm-hmm. one score of both games against the Patriots. Yeah, I, like I said, I like Buffalo a lot. Josh Allen looks scared. Of course, then I looked at my wife. I said, well, that's what happens when you draft someone from Wyoming, or uh, from Wyoming College. He looked petrified on that big stage. He was fine the first three quarters, and then that game got close, and his face just looked like a deer in a headlights. Because he knew that they were fucked. <laughs> the, way it was going. the longer it went, the less likely they were going to win. I'm proud the kicker didn't, didn't, uh, didn't leave it right. Oh, on the kick? On the to get overtime. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a good weekend, though, for uh, football. Like I said, I, I don't watch a lot of NFL lately, but I love the first round of the playoffs. I like the wild cards. I like the wild card weekend. What do you think of the overtime rule? It's a fucking stupid rule. Even right. my wife has said that it's the dumbest. Every time but, she walks by, she's like, just just make it one full, one full quarter if you're going to do it. Or everyone, you both get a fair shot at it. But you had a fair shot the entire game. I still think it's a dumb roll. I don't know if college football is even better. Those games go... I I have no problem with it. I like the way the rule is done now. I I like the fact that, okay, you're giving the other team a chance if you kick the field goal or something. I I, I liked that addition to it. So you just don't get to the 40-yard line and kick a field goal, you know, and because you want a coin flip... I don't like college to the point that I like college enough because I don't have a team in college, so I just like watching the games. But I don't like that. Hey, it could end fourteen to fourteen in regulation, and the final score is fifty six to fifty one. You know, it's like, geez, oh, geez, it really okay. screws you if you're a better. That's true. 
So oh, I never even thought of that. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, there's plenty of times the over or the over is caught because of overtime. Yeah, because they start at the twenty-five and it just keeps going. So you're saying if you're betting college football, you should probably just bet the over if you're. No, oh, no, it depends on the game and the teams, but that's just unlucky. I'm sure the overs are pretty high though in college football too. Yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah, or just don't bet on sports. No, that's true too. So you know me and my gambling ways. You can't stop yourself. So of a friend of a friend on Facebook a couple weeks ago, uh, the game that the uh, Bengals were up and they lost. Which one was that? Uh, was that Air- Miami? Miami? No. Miami? Miami came back. Uh, Oakland. Miami and Oakland. So a friend of a friend on Facebook, I got caught in the black hole of just clicking like, "Hey, I think I know them," and then keep going. Uh, she was mad because I guess she went to the casino to bet, or she had a ticket for the sports betting for the uh, NFL. First off, she bet for the Bengals. That's a horrible call for them to win, and she got the points with Oakland. And supposedly at one point in the first or second quarter, she was mad because I don't know how she bet. I don't know all the ways you can bet in sports. But I guess she was up like $2,000 at one point and then ended up losing it all. And I'm like... First off, that's your own fault for betting on the Bengals, you know? And then second off, why are you betting on the NFL? That's the worst one I think you could bet on. One, you're never up $2,000. Correct. The game's not over. If the game goes (laughs) scoreless from here on out, you'll win $2,000. She could have been up $2,000 if she was betting uh, prop bets and half times and... uh, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about betting in sports. But, but the fact of the matter is you're not up until everything is done. If you have bets throughout the game coming, I mean, you're counting your chickens before they hatch. Oh, she she could have been up that much and then continued to bet on the game and picked all <laughs> losers. Well, then that's her own stupid <laughs> Never bet on Andy Dalton. <laughs> Never bet. I would have. I, I, I would have bet Bengals against Cleveland. I would have bet Bengals against Cleveland. I, I Cleveland said that, was done. I said that, that three weeks prior. I, if the Bengals and Cleveland meet and Cleveland's eliminated from the playoffs with Andy Dalton starting again, the Bengals were going to win that game. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, just to let you guys know, XFL rules came out today. Are we excited? No. No No uh, field goals or extra points? No extra points. No anyway. extra points. Uh, you have to go for two. Yes. The kickoffs. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Double double forward pass. If a team completes a forward pass behind the line in a scrimmage, that player has the ability to attempt another forward pass as long as the ball has no time cross the line of scrimmage. I don't mind that rule. I mean, it's just it's just it's, you can throw it one. You can take in the shotgun. You can yeah. throw it straight across for a yard ahead, real quick. Yeah, you can throw it up to the guy standing. Uh, right oh, it is. Is now the guy doesn't have to take a step back now like he does. I kind of like that rule. That yeah, makes it fun. I, I don't. It, it's not that big of a change. No. Extra points. Uh, uh, let's see here. No extra points will be free points. Offenses will have three options to try to add to the six points scored on a touchdown. They can attempt a one-point offensive play from the two-yard line, a two-point play from the five, or a three-point play from the ten. I like that. That's fun. That's, I like it. I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, overtime. Let's see here. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this. A five-round overtime. They have to knock each other out. They pick five of their strongest guys, oh, and they punch. Nice. <laughs> they wrestle. Uh, think hockey shootouts or penalty kicks. Teams will alternate five single-play possessions with this team scoring the most. Each score is worth two points. Declared the victor. I don't know what that is. 
So they put you on like the five yard line? They put you on like the 10 or something and you get to run. And you get and you one play. One play. So it's like a two point conversion. Well, yeah. Five attempts at running <laughs> one play. And then the other team has five attempts. Yeah, one back. You go back and forth. Okay, I get that now. Like overtime in hockey. Okay. Yeah. The shootout. Uh, let's see. XFL is Do you have the offense on one end and the defense on the other end? Kind of like in hockey, you'll have the, switch the out. two goalies sitting there and they, as they go back and forth. Maybe. I don't know. I don't run that XFL, so I don't know. Well, why don't you? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there is a 25-second play clock, uh, running a game clock outside of two minutes, and a 10-minute halftime. Except for the XFL championship game, it's a six-hour halftime. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, also, the rule was with the kicking, uh, basically, what is it? You have to get it between the zero and the, the, uh, zero and the, the one and the 20 yard line. If you're kicking it on a kickoff, <coughs> pardon me. And if you don't, if it goes in the end zone, you get it at the 35. If you kick it past it or something, there's like rules that basically you get, you can get it at the run it back. Or if it goes in the end zone, you get at 35. And if you do something else, you get at the 45. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I heard they wanted kickoff, <coughs> which is like Sorry. the opposite of the NFL. The NFL's yes. trying to get rid of kickoffs. Yes. So I, it sounds to me like they're trying to get the uh, kicking teams to try to get the ball like up in the air and not quite go into the end zone. Like in college, now that's a, you can call a fair catch. If it's inside the 20 on a kickoff and you get it as a touchback. Uh, the XFL is now talking about expansion for next year. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, let's, let's calm it down there, Chief. Yeah, let, let's, <laughs> let's have a year. I mean, you're, you're having a hard time getting players right now because when you do sign players, you, you won't let them go to the NFL if the opportunity arises. You're going to avoid players wanting to play for you. If they if they think there is a chance of an NFL team calling, and they're avoiding signing players like Antonio Brown, or particularly Antonio Brown, <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Brady and Andrew Luck are going to be playing the XFL. <laughs> that would be great. That would be funny. Could you imagine? Is that like the uh, NBA ABA days when you had guys went to the ABA? Yes. Huh. <laughs> like Will Ferrell. <laughs> Sorry. Jackie Moon. <laughs> Was that the name? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, so there you go. There's enough football talk. Uh, you guys see anything over the week, the holidays? Oh, yeah, it's been weeks. So uh, what? Did... Any quick reviews out there? I forgot whatever I did see. So what did what did I see, Jim? Mm, we saw Knives Out, and after that we saw Star Wars, and yeah, then after that we saw... That. Yeah, we talked about those on the last one. Did you guys watch Ricky Gervais just destroy Hollywood on on their? I watched the seven minute clip monologue. I watched the monologue. We watched the monologue in like maybe the first couple of awards. I watched the whole show. Was it any good? No. <laughs> okay. Jason Momoa had a tank top on. Yes. Sleeveless shirt. The guy like that. Um, um, Ricky Gervais was awesome. Uh, well, it's just, I hear people complaining about him, and I'm like, okay, you're wrong. But, I mean, he honestly wasn't as funny as other people are saying he was. I'll give you that. I think it was because it was a little shocking that he, you know, pissed, he, you know, mocked, you know, the... He mocked Hollywood. Yeah. And Tom Hanks' uh, reactions were great. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, those memes are going to be coming out. Uh, I just wonder what the... 
what the memes will be, the Tom Hanks memes, like, there'll be like a standard reply type meme. It's going to be similar to that uh, dog face where the dog's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) That was actually, he did make a dog face like that. Uh, I thought he was humorous. Uh, I did like the people complaining. I think we posted on our Facebook page, which are bad ideas. Did he go too far? No. Shut the fuck up. He didn't go too far. I don't think you can go too far. No! If it's a funny joke, it's a funny joke. Yeah, did he go too far? He didn't go far enough, to be honest. No. And you know what? If they they get upset, shut the fuck up. Who cares? I mean, you know, going into this, you're going to have a kind of roast-type feel to it. Yeah. He should have roasted the shit out of them. And I think the guy in the monologue who handled it great, because when he was being made fun of, was Martin Scorsese. Yes. Yeah. He was like, yep, 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 I'm, I'm, too, <laughs> short. Too, I'm well, too short to ride rides. <laughs> they called him short. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? Say, no, I'm not short. I like how people bitch about how he made comments about Marvel, like it's a, a, a theme park and it's not a, you know, real movies. Who cares? If, he, if it, that's his opinion, who cares? But it is. I mean, it, he, he's, he's not wrong. No, but... If he if, if that's what he thinks, he's 80, 80 years old. Of course he's not going to be appealed to. Heck, guess what? Half the shit that's out there now doesn't appeal to our age group. <laughs> Who cares? Why are you getting upset about it? We do because we podcast, so we have to have material. But <laughs> the, pro- the problem I have is that he's allowed to have his opinion, and I'm Correct. fine with that. But it's like, yeah, well, can you stop making fucking gangster movies? Correct. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with that. I but, mean, that everyone's bright, raving about the new uh, movie, and it's like, it's Martin Scorsese taking another look at gangster movies. Three-hour Ir- Irishman. Somebody did break it up. If you tried to do it as an eight-episode or five-episode movie uh, show, show, they said, and they did the times that I you should, should look stop. that up and just probably watch it in I, That's what I thought I was going to do. It's why I haven't watched it yet, because when am I going to have the three hours I want to commit to it? Yeah. Because I do a lot of my... Uh, uh, Binge watching? Binge watching or my uh, streaming while I'm in bed getting ready. And do I want to commit to not going to sleep for Correct. three hours? I had that problem last night. I uh, got through uh, more episodes of You on Netflix, the soccer movie. I, uh, still, haven't, I still haven't watched it yet. I hear a lot of the, people. Have you watched first season? I didn't watch first okay. season. First season's good. Um, second season is good. Um, I think I know what's going to happen. I got two episodes left. Uh, I'm hoping I'll probably finish it tonight and t- or tomorrow. Um, it's a fu- it's a good show. It's dark. It's about a guy that stalks a wi- uh, woman. He falls in love and just becomes obsessed. And um, but he's also a serial killer. It's kind of like Dexter, and they even call him out as Dexter in the show. Um, so there's parts of it, and it's his narrate narration. And like the first season, you're like, oh, maybe this guy's not that bad of a guy. Yeah, he's kind of stalker, but you know. He's, you know, doing, and then things happen. You're like, oh, he's not a good guy. But they make you think that, like, you kind of get wrapped up into his life. So you got to the twist that you ruined, uh, that you spoiled when you started talking about it on Facebook? Oh, I wasn't even at that point. I just guessed. (laughs) And I don't know if it's happened yet. Um, I guessed. Well, if if you haven't got to the big twist, then he... There, I think it's in episode 10, the Uh, final episode. Yeah. Because I'm not there. You're not there yet, so you haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, it is it, it's a good show. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I was happy with it. I did see The Greatest Showman. Uh, that was not a good movie. Uh, my family cannot stop singing the music, and I can't either because I love the soundtrack. Oh, really? Because I didn't like that either. I, I love the soundtrack. I turned it on and fell asleep. Uh, I don't think it's a good film in terms of like Oscar worthy and all that stuff. And I've only seen bits and pieces when my daughter was uh, watching it. She loves the show. 
But I'm going. I go in and out. I haven't seen the whole thing, so I can't tell you if the film's good. So I guess I shouldn't. I saw it. I heard yeah. it, <laughs> and now I download the the thing. I can't stop with the soundtrack. I love it. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is talented. God, yeah, he is. Oh, oh, yeah. I have no problem with Hugh Jackman. I have no problem with you know doing a, a, a good mm. musical. I just did not like that one and didn't <clears throat> think it deserved the accolades at God. I thought it was one of the Weaker ones? Weaker mu- movie musicals I've ever seen. Was it better than La La Land? I've not seen La La Land. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> I enjoy, I uh, mean, it's worse than Grease 2. Go Grease Lightning. Go no, that's Grease 1. Oh, whatever. Uh, no, I really enjoyed the music of show, The Great Showman. Seriously, like, all of us love it, and uh, I think it's just because it's catchy. I did see Frozen 2 as well over the a holiday break. Eh. I was not impressed. Eh. Yeah, my uh, kids and my wife loved it a lot. They thought it was better than the first one. I The animation was impressive, like down to the threads on the clothes and that, but I didn't think it was that great. I was kind of bored by it, to be honest. Um, but, you know, it, I've seen worse. It could be, you know, the Emoji movie. Oh, God. <laughs> or it could be... Uh, Missing Link? Missing Link, the uh, Gold Globe winning... I think people are movie. just shocked by it because it's not a big film. It didn't do well. Uh, it is original. It is yeah. original. Yeah. It creeped okay. me out because the missing Lincoln is a little creepy looking. Well, I thought I haven't seen the movie. Mm-hmm. I just thought it looked terrible. It did look terrible. Like the ads for it, and I went, "Oh my god, this was like a terrible movie." It did look terrible. But the one thing was, it was the only movie in the animated category that wasn't a sequel or a remake. Yep. Yeah. So it was original, yeah. Oh, the other movie we did see was Richard Jewell. Oh, yeah, we did see Richard How Jewell. was that? It was pretty good. I wanted to see that. Uh, Kathy, Kathy Bates gave a great performance. The I forgot the guy who plays Richard Jewell's name. He gave a great performance. Paul Walter Hauser. That's his name. And, and Sam, yeah, Rock- Sam Rockwell. Well, he's always good, though. Oh, I had, had a buzzing over there. I, yeah. Somebody was... Oh, phone. Oh, sorry. Yes, oh. Jeff, what was going to be the answer? Oh, no, I thought... No, I was yelling at you for making that noise. Yeah, it wasn't me for once, see? I didn't fuck up. A uh, couple moments of silence today. Sam Weish, the ex-Bengals coach. Breath of silence. Uh, and then a couple in the last day or so. Elizabeth Wurzel, uh, she was 52. She died of cancer. She did Prozac Nation, uh, the book. Um, so, uh, that was another one. And then... Uh, this was the one that just happened on air. Let me get his, let me get it right. While we, here. While we started recording, uh, right before we recorded. Sorry, uh, Silvio Horta, uh, the ugly Betty uh, creator, uh, he uh, committed suicide today uh, oh. in a Miami hotel room. So um, he brought Ugly Be- Betty to America because it was a Colombian show. Um, he also wrote Urban Legends, the movie, and I was like, I really like that one. That was enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I'm mean, so. Breath of silence for that. Uh, permanent, mm. permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yep. So, uh, but it was kind of sad because uh, I think he was uh, 38, I think it was. Or Sorry, let me get that right here. Yeah. To 45, all, 45, yeah. sorry. But sorry. to all of our listeners and everything, it's not worth it. If you need help, reach out to somebody. Reach out to the Hobie guys. We're here for you. Yeah, if you need to. Mm-hmm. DM us or anything. So... Oh, yeah, also, because I'm like, somebody else died, and I couldn't remember. Don Larson, Major League uh, Baseball uh, 
Picture. Yeah, picture he did? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I heard missed that one. Yeah, he, I think he might have missed the game, first right? Same day as Sam Weish. Wow. I thought it was the day before, but whatever. But, yeah, he... Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, only perfect game ever in the World Series. I mean, granted... He he was old, like ninety something or mm-hmm. ninety or whatnot. So he he did leave a long, live a long life. Really makes you think, man. That was sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Sam Weiss, man. Really, he was seventy four though. Yeah, but he was battling correct like, cancer. Um, but you know what? Seventy four is not old anymore. Hell, it's only thirty something years. Somebody else did pass away too. Um, I don't know. Uh, David Stern. Oh, yeah, NBA, NBA commissioner. commissioner. Yeah. And he held on a lot longer than I thought he would mm-hmm. after having the brain aneurysm. Like, his brain pretty much exploded, and he lived for, like, another month. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly, he was okay until Allen Iverson visited him. So that was the rumor. That was a rumor, just allegedly. <laughs> uh, unreport- uh, un- <laughs> un- unsubstantiated. Yes, but. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I go with as a face of the NBA? Allen Iverson or Tim Duncan? He's, you know, he's a he's a great role model, and well, he's a, just a jerk. Yeah. Well, let's go with the jerk. Go with the jerk. He doesn't even know what practice is. Talk about practice. Do I want to hit the guy that shot fifty percent, or do I go with the guy that shoots twenty two percent? The guy who shoots fifty percent, or the guy who shoots fifty baskets? Oh yeah, go 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 with him. Go with him. Go with him. Fuck you, Iverson. Or he's probably a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he was a good basketball player. <laughs> Probably a Hall of Famer. Jeff shoots 50. Or Tim Duncan is most definitely a Hall Duncan's of in. Famer. Yeah. He's already well, in. But, I mean, when he was playing, especially at the time of his retirement, you knew yeah. there was no way he was going to be hit capped out. Again, Jeff, now shoot, Jeff, you shoot 50 shots in the game. You're going to hit, you're going to get 20 points. No, he's no, not. no, <laughs> really are. Your Raptor arms. I know I really have never played basketball <laughs> against you, but that's probably because I've stopped playing basketball by the time I met you. Time out, time out. I want to do this. I want to do the basketball game. First one to two. <laughs> <laughs> Count by two. <laughs> it's going to be 38 minutes. <laughs> First basket wins. <laughs> and we're going to do the little Tykes Fisher Price basket. We'll do it that way. <laughs> and news I saw today. Mm-hmm. CNN settled their lawsuit, uh, uh, the lawsuit against them, from uh, the Covcath kid. Oh, a guy in the face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that guy had a punchable face. It, I, if, if all you say is, this kid has a punchable face, I'm, I'd go to court fighting against that because his face is very punchable. It's very punchable. <laughs> but if you said anything else beyond that. Correct, correct. <laughs> but he has a punchable face, Jim. He does have a punchable face. You know who else who has a punchable face? Uh, the Seahawks uh, coach Pete Carroll. Oh, he has a very punchable face. <laughs> I, I used to like the Seahawks, but I like know. when when I'm watching them play, I want to punch the coach in the face. But I, I can't st- get mad at them because every time Russell Russell Wilson's on screen, my family, my my wife and my kids, we all say his name is Russell Russell Wilson because it just works with him, and he looks like a nice guy. Sorry. Uh, well, he is a nice guy. You see, after the, they beat the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, he asked about Carson. Uh, yeah, he's talking yeah. to Doug Peterson, the coach. He's like, hey, how's Carson? He's going yeah. to be okay? That's the yeah. first thing he asked. I like that. <laughs> that was nice. So should Flowers have been kicked out of that game? Not Flowers, Clowney. It was or, Clowney. Oh, Clowney, I'm sorry. 
Flowers did stupid things else, but Clowney was... People were bitching because Clowney... It should have been at least a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. Oh, but they said, oh, if Burfecht did it, he would have been kicked out. Yeah, you know why? Because Burfecht has a record. Yeah. <laughs> well, history. Well, Clowney has had a few incidents, too. Yeah, yeah but... The, I th- that he should get... Fi- he should have been fined, at least. He wasn't even fined. Because the... They said it was an incidental hit. Like, well, no, inc- he drove his helmet... Down he into the helmet. Into well, the one, he he had to change the direction. He was. Wentz he, was already down when he started going after, or like when he, he, he lowered his head. He wasn't part of the initial tackle. No, the, the initial tackle. Wentz's knees were already on the ground, and his head traveling towards the ground when Clowney went in mm-hmm. head first, hitting him in the head. Yeah, he definitely should have been. I mean, uh, fined and maybe suspended for a game or two next year. But the the NFL's cleared him. Oh, good for them. Welcome to the X, uh, NFL. Oh, and local news, the do-nothing city council, uh, other than wanting to change names of streets because the people were slave owners and bad people, now they want to get rid of a statue that has been in the Eden Park area uh, for 80 years because it was a gift to the city brought here from Benito Mussolini. But it's a cool statue. And it technically was given by the mayor of Rome, and okay. Mussolini kind of allowed oh, yeah, it to we, happen. We're like Rome's sister city, aren't we? Yes, because we are the we were the first, or at the time, the only American city, large American city, named after a uh, Roman. Uh, oh, okay, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, and I know they like to compare. The Cincinnati, the Seven Hills of Cincinnati, although that's made up, versus the Seven Hills of Rome. Mm-hmm. I know they always made that comparison, but I think, yeah, Rome was a, our sister, sister city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we did have a uh, Twitter poll of the week on our Twitter page, Bad Ideas Podcast. If you uh, haven't, follow us there. Also, uh, give us a like on Facebook. That helps us a lot. History of Bad Ideas, you young whippersnappers. Uh, what Star Wars spinoff would you watch? We had Rose Tico, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Cassian Andor, uh, who was in Rogue One, the pilot, and Ashoka. I never get her name right. She's Ashoka awesome. Ashoka Tano? Yes, thank you. She was in uh, Rebels. She was in Clone Wars. Yeah, she, she's an animated character. Yeah. yeah, she was in, I think, Sith. Revenge of the I think she was in Revenge of the Sith. I yeah, think okay. she was in the background, but I'm not 100% on that. But yeah, she's an awesome character. So, because basically Disney Plus is going forward with an Obi Wan Kenobi one, uh, Cassian uh, Andor is coming. Are uh, they are going yeah. Cassian? Yeah, that Andor? one's in production. Uh, and there's and rumors of a Rose Tico. Well, there's, there's everyone calling for it since they pretty much cut her out of uh, The Rise of Skywalker. They mm-hmm. thought they should give Rose something more to do. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, uh, so, the ahead, problem is the choice in here. There wasn't which one would you watch. I'll watch all of them. No, well, that's true. That is true. It should be which one would you pick. Yeah. I, I won't watch any of them. If you had Disney Plus, which one would you watch? Oh, but I don't have Disney Plus. Well, if so you did, was... which one would you pick? Cassie and Andor. Okay. That, that's who I picked. Uh, I would do Tano. Ashtaka. Uh, I but don't it, know who that is. So. Um, she's a Jedi. Uh, let's see. So in last place, with 3.2%, Cassian Andor. I think Jeff and I only did vote for him. <laughs> I, so. I didn't vote. Oh. <laughs> I did. Uh, in third place, 20.6%, Rose Tico. thought they'd be a little bit more popular. This one kind of came on at the end. Um, winning 46 to 30%, Obi-Wan Kenobi wins. 
Her brother, Tano. So, Obi-Wan, his story's been told. Yeah, uh, I think people are excited because uh, Ewan McGregor's coming back. I think that's the reason. I I think they're excited about that part. I I don't mind other characters in the... Mm -hmm. I just thought Mandalorian, we're taking completely different characters, Mm -hmm. and we're going to tell a completely different story. Which is, and the story's been great. Yeah. The first season was fantastic. We got three episodes left. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like what the, like the new show they're coming out with about the old republic and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I, the, the, the fact history. that they're like the fact that they're doing something away from the Skywalker from the Skywalker in this era is, is great. Which family has caused more problems in this universe, the Skywalker family or the Kennedy family? Ooh, that's a tough call. More problems? Because I'll be honest, as I've gotten older, I'm kind of getting tired of the fucking Skywalker family because they're fucking everything up. I think the Skywalkers have done w- worse. W- worse. They've killed more. Not many more, but have killed a few more than the Kennedys. Um, Skywalker at least knows how to drive, so that helps. That, that does help. Uh, nobody ran into a tree. Never into a creek. Correct. Millennium Falcon never, you know, decided to go into a bat. Well, they did go to an asteroid field. They came out of the asteroid field, though, safe, you know. Of course, if they went over Nantucket, that probably would have been an issue. Han probably could not have flown into fog. I would would say (laughs) the the, the Skywalkers are a worse family. You think so? Okay, I'm just asking. I mean, just you take what Anakin, how many people Anakin himself killed? Well, yeah, but that's because he his feelings were hurt. I mean, it's very justified. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, I mean, his his love died. Yeah. So he should probably kill everybody in the universe. Correct. So. Correct. Yeah, but he killed the younglings before his love died, and the same people. Well, they killed his mom. Yeah. They deserved it. Yeah, but his mom wasn't really that great either. Hey, I just met you, uh, Liam Neeson. Go ahead and take him. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, yeah, because she knew he had no life as a slave to a junk dealer. Fine, go with Liam Neeson. He could be a pedophile. Ah, who knows? <laughs> uh, he was a Jedi. Jedi Quag- aren't pedophiles. Oh, okay, <laughs> welcome to the priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> no one in power ever does that. <laughs> hey, she sold him to Hollywood. Oh, Aww. to Disney? So she sold her son to Disney. Yeah. Who is she? Eight um, I mean, I would at least go, hey, Quagon, can I get a background check on you first? <laughs> can, I, can I get that? At, um, at least Ape Hands waited. Force. Oh, she, she felt knew. something. At least Ape Hands waited till his son was over 18. That's true. That's true. Disney, take my son. <laughs> well, he sold him when he was younger. He just had to continue to raise him. Until <laughs> he was 18. Until he was 18. Yeah. I, think, I think that is pretty good parenting, though, right there. Well, on the side note, uh, intern Hackney is not here this week because he is at Disney because his new father, A-Pants, sold him, too. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're negotiating with Disney to get intern back. It's coming back. We're hoping. Hackney! Let's do some listener feedback. Time for the bomb listener feedback. Yeah. Brought to you today by Jason's Mom's Pies. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> They've got a skit on them. <laughs> oh. Jim, you want to wow. take that away? <laughs> yes. Listener feedback uh, started from Doug. Number nope. one fan. Ape hands. <laughs> Seven. Have yourself a nickname. <laughs> Chris Hansen is on Cameo for $50. (laughs) 
Who needs this? We Predators. Do. We desperately need this. Hi, I'm Chris Hansen. You want to come in here and talk? <laughs> Just 50 bucks, you can get Chris Hansen to say that for you. You're free to leave. I mean, you, you can go anytime. You can go anytime. I just want to ask you a few questions. Oh, I just came to tell her about the warning signs of inviting strangers over. Sir, we found 87 packs of condoms in the car and 18 things of Bartles and James, okay? Uh, they still make Bartles I and James? I don't know. Oh, yes, <laughs> they do. Okay. Could you explain that? Should, should we uh, get the fifty dollars and get them to say to Blake, "I need you to come in here." <laughs> I actually did think about getting money together for Christmas, <laughs> just because it's such an odd, odd cameo. Cameo is uh, we talked about it before. You basically pay. You know, whatever the people's asking price is to get celebrities to talk for like 20 seconds to yeah, you. The, you can wish them birthday, have them wish people happy birthdays. You can yeah. do, uh, there's one podcast that has like 87 of them on there talking about, yeah. which I think is awesome. Yeah. Do we, we can get on and say, hey, these are great podcast guys. Correct. They paid me $50. But, uh, and, and different celebrities cost different amounts of money. I'll get some prices for you here in a bit. Uh, so. I think we talked about it in the past, but uh, yeah. the Ron Jeremy was fifty dollars, and uh, Hobie is only ten dollars. We will if you yes. send us ten dollars, uh, you can uh, Venmo me or uh, <laughs> uh, TJ Lavin from MTV's The Challenge is a hundred dollars. Oh, he's also a well. Uh, that's a hundred dollars for someone I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Larry, he, no, he was also a motorbike. He was an X game junk gold. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Hansen, fifty dollars. Uh, also, the Soup Nazi from Seinfeld, $60. So would you pay $60 for Soup Nazi? Oh, that I'm, could be a fun segment. I'm, Every week we pick two that are the same price, and we have to decide which one we would pay for. <laughs> there we go. New segment, change of proof. Wow. Cameo segment. Cameo segment. This episode is sponsored by Cameo, <laughs> when you need a third-rate uh, celebrity to say hi. So you get the Soup Nazi, which he's got a famous saying, which I'm assuming... Almost every time he does it, he's saying no something for you. Um, Carson Kressley is only $65 from Queer Eye. That's actually not bad. I don't know what I would get Carson Kressley Okay, this is what I want for my birthday, guys. You want Carson Kressley? Michael, Michael and Buffer. And time out. We're actually recording on my birthday this year, too. Michael Buffer? Big E from New Day is $125. New Day Rocks. Oh, the wrestler. New Day oh. Rocks. Ernie Hudson's 135 those are getting expensive. Flavor Flav is two fifty. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Yeah, the, yeah. Where, where's the cheap ones? Where's the ten dollar one? Kevin Conroy from Batman the Animated Series is seventy five. Simon Rex, the comedian, is sixty four dollars. That's an 64. odd number. <laughs> well, he wants to undercut all those sixty five dollar people. I guess Simon Rex. He was what? In not another? No, was he in disaster movie? Oh, was he in? Oh, I hope not. I hope he was in not another teen movie because that was better than disaster movie. Uh, Ozzie Gee and the ex manager and baseball player is fifty dollars. Oh, he! I don't know what I would get Ozzie Gee in to say, but uh, sure. he, you just get him to yell at you. Oh, <laughs> like Boogie. you're an umpire. Boogie two nine eight eight. He's a YouTuber and a gamer. Don't you know? Thirty five dollars. I don't know who the fuck you are. Hey, that's the cheapest one we've had so far. That's what she said. Well, like, can we sign up like for Hobie? $10? You can sign up there. as a sign-up log. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Now, would that be $10 a person, or could you get all three of us for $10? Uh, all three go. of Let's... us. <laughs> Here we go. 
Let me try to get a rate here. Uh, let's do $10 as the max. Let's do that. So we got for $10 or less, less Beth, Bethany Brown from The Flash. Uh, let's see here. Is. Josh Canfield from TV star Survivor. Um, um, oh, just Josh from Survivor. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kristen Bar- Christine Barger. She's a ventriloquist. Oh, <laughs> that's the ventriloquists are great for the radio. Um. Um, there's a lot of people I don't know at this point. That's that's, that's the ten dollars. There's probably <laughs> look. Like, Hobie might be in there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Casey Burke. Anyone know her? Nope. Okay. I really have. Yeah, they, let's tell go me what twenty five dollars. Uh, that's the problem is that they don't even have what their credits are. Oh, they're just <laughs> just their name. Let's go twenty five dollars. Okay, I'll get that here. Jim, you do the next uh, thing. I'll get that set up for you here. Okay, next, we have from Jock and Nerd. The Danger Entertainment Secret Secret Santa was a lot of fun. Thanks to Hobie for a new Pez candy addiction to start 2020. Good job, Jeff. Yes, they they, they got uh, Sour Pez. I I gave them a bunch (coughs) of... I use that to line the box uh, (laughs) with with the other presents. We never got a Secret Santa gift. Oh, man. (laughs) We were in the Danger Entertainment Secret Santa and never got one. Someone doesn't like Hobie. No, they don't. Uh, Most people don't like Hobie. I don't blame them. They said, oh, I got Hobie. I wanted somebody good. So they just, they end up getting uh, somebody else got doubled up on. (laughs) Jock and Nerd got two things. (laughs) And I hope they enjoy it, because at Hobie, we really don't need anything. Just listeners. Just just bribes for uh, floppies. Uh, Ned Luke, the voice actor from Grand Theft Auto, is forty dollars. Okay, forty dollars. Well, his voice is—he does Carl, I think, in Grand uh, Theft Auto. Sure, oh. sure. From the original Grand Theft Auto, or, or San, San Andreas. Eddie Pepitone, the comedian, is thirty dollars. I've heard of him. I don't know what his voice sounds like. Uh, David Felding, who was Zordon in Power Rangers, the big <sighs> screen thing, I twenty dollars. I didn't know it's, he was it's alive. It's just not like radio. They, they do video. Yeah, it is video. It's video, not just. Oh, they'll do video. It's like it, a it, Skype it, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a Skype, oh. yeah, on your phone. Uh, let's see here. I, that is, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, somebody from Stargate SG One is thirty dollars. Okay. That's a deep pull if you're a SG1 guy. What's wrong with SG1? <laughs> Nothing, but that's, it's just a... the main TV show. Here you go. Chris Frangiola from Ch- Chelsea Lately, the comedian. He was on the round table a lot. Okay. Uh, $25. Uh, I liked him. Is he the... Okay. Yeah, I don't recognize him. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay. The name sounds familiar, uh, but... Uh, did you see Chewy died? Oh, I did see that. Chelsea Lately. She di- he died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lorenzo Lamas, $50. Will he bring his mankini in? His, <laughs> no, European... Uh, From uh, Joe uh, Schmo Show. It was his European... Man pouch was in the... the yeah. European man pouch? It might have been man pouch. <laughs> I hope he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he better be modeling it if, if you said you get video with this. I absolutely loved him in the Joe Schmo 3. Oh, that was perfect. Uh, Mike Starr from Dumb and Dumber, the gas man, uh-huh. the guy chasing $30. So, I mean, I think we got some good ones. Uh, Richard Brake, who uh, was the Night King guy in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. the main bad guy, whatever, $50. So, we got some good ones there. What else we got, Jim? Next, we have from Jen Adams. I won two floppies, 
That's amazing. Guess there's not much point continuing things with Scab Jeff. <laughs> what will people think if a person with two floppies continues to date a person with zero floppies? Oh, the shame. <laughs> Congratulations. We had the floppy episode last week. Uh, it was a big hit. We appreciate it, all the uh, presenters. And again, Scab Jeff did not win. I was very disappointed. I thought this was the year for him. I really did. No, instead no. he lost Best Morris to Jen Adams. Jen Adams? <laughs> well, tied Jen Adams and Morris the cat. Yes. So congratulations, Jen Adams. Um, oh, it, it is the European casual pouch. Oh, okay. God, that was a great show. <laughs> Such a good show. Uh, and that was a good segue now to Scab Jeff. Oh, Did Luda. Jason really watch Don't Fuck With Cats? It's not like Jason described it because it became something very different than the animal abuser story Jason implied the documentary was about. The guy becomes a murderer. Spoilers. Okay, I get that. I didn't want to tell him that after it was only out for five days, people. <laughs> it so started you... with animal abuse, and then the guy became a killer of people. And it's called Don't Fuck With Cats? Yeah, because it followed the rule of on internet, you don't fuck with cats, and then this whole you know, armchair detectives came along and found this guy. Oh, yeah, okay, that story. Yeah. So it's like, okay, calm down. Uh, spot, side note, Jesse Hyman, who was in the GoDaddy commercial, it's a guy, he was $15. Okay. I really think we could be on this. Oh, is that the geek? Yes. Yeah, he, he, he's like the guy who plays the geek in the background mm-hmm. of like yeah. any show that needs a geek. Yes. I can see that fifteen dollars. I what's he going to say to you? What do you want him to say? You put him in the background of your video. <laughs> Come on, this is awful. Well, I, well he, he was like one of the guys in the comic book store on uh, the what do you call it, the Big Bang Theory. No, this is stupid. He, he's Jason. Sign up, Hobie, for cameo. I'm going to. Uh, next, we have from Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd. <laughs> I'm disappointed that I lost Canadian of the Year, but even if I was able to have my bribe of eat and park smiley cookies sent in, I don't think I could have beaten that cheesecake. I don't think you could have beaten that cheesecake, and I'm a little scared of eat and park smiley cookies. All I know is that cheesecake was quite good the next two I can't days. can't believe I left it over. Oh, there. so good. I'm kind of intrigued about the eat and park smiley cookies, so you can still send them. Yes. We'll eat them, and we'll park them. I want to pretend it's our uh, Secret Santa gift. <laughs> there you go. Mmm, eat and park. <laughs> Here's a question I, I really enjoyed. It's from Michael Liao. Most embarrassing tattoo a person could get. So, Most? have you guys seen the show MTV does? Where no. I've not seen a show MTV does in the last 15 years or longer. They get people to come, like, quote-unquote friends to come on, and they will tell the the tattoo artist what they want the other person to have. Oh. And so so they they tattoo their friends, and none of this is any good. And so they purposely put shitty tattoos on people. Oh, yeah. It's like, it was one, it was like a, a, a female couple... And the one girl ghosted on the other one, and they she wouldn't know why and everything. So, so she did like smelly lines from her vagina. What? Because she went down and it was just disgusting. What? <laughs> but so she's like, oh, we'll make up. I'll buy you a tattoo. And, instead of telling her why, they brought her on the show and she did that. 
Like, she put the tattoo on the other girl, or she tattooed herself? She put the tattoo on the other girl. Why, how, why does someone let that happen? <laughs> they don't I'm, know what they're getting tattooed. Who, who the hell is letting someone tattoo them? <laughs> I, idiots. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, really big idiots. I mean, you should have stopped when he said, did you see the thing on MTV? <laughs> Just stop there, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I watch Impractical Jokers, and there's no fucking way I would have agreed to that tattoo uh, punishment. <laughs> matter of fact... If I that's the one thing I would have said on a practical jokers, uh, anything but no tattoos would have been right. My one not, well, not gonna happen. Uh, I was gonna put uh, Jaden Smith on your leg. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner is twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, what's what's Bruce Jenner? <laughs> five. Billy Zane is five hundred. That I would do just for the Phantoms reference. <laughs> Billy, bring on as many phantom references as possible. <laughs> I want that. I would have done Zoolander references because Billy Zane is extremely good looking. <laughs> oh. I would have done the boys' references. This so, is, this hey, is, what's the most embarrassing tattoo? Could you guys would most oh. embarrassing tattoo? Yes, like that we can get. Well, that, that a person that, could get. What that do you per, think? Uh, the neck ones are really bad. Probably face ones are worse than neck. <sighs> it depends, especially if it's like. Poop related on the face. I always like the ones that uh, a poop emoji on your cheek. That I, would be terrible. I like the ones. How I have about a, a bad heart on your cheek? We'll get to that. Oh, someone did that. Oh, we're uh, getting to that. What do you mean by end. bad heart? Oh, we'll it, get like, to it. like it had a heart attack. It's a heart, but it's not because of the contours of the face. It doesn't look straight. Oh, okay. That was Amanda Bynes. We'll get to that. Oh, I heard. Oh, it's probably in the... Doctor number one. Uh, yeah, uh, I would say the face tattoos are always fun when it's like a criminal that they're hunting on the local news, and it has like a flaming skull all over his face, and they're like, yes. if you've seen this, man, well, that's going to be pretty easy to find. If yeah. you're going to be a criminal, don't get a face tattoo. Yeah. Noticeable uh, marks. Yeah, his face is tatted up. <laughs> Honestly, if you're going to get a face tattoo, just go all the way and do what the guy, like, everything. Kind of like the the lizard man guy who... Yeah, but just don't be a criminal, because that's easy yeah. to find. That oh, yeah. Well, I mean, just, just like, be a Post normal. Malone, yeah. be Post Malone. I oh, mean, he just looks dirty. No. Uh, he he was, looks like he's a, a, a vile bacteria. He was on the uh, countdown, the New Year's Eve countdown. Mm-hmm. And I think this was the first time I ever heard him. Okay. I was actually... Sing or talk? Singing. Okay. I was actually surprised he actually didn't sound bad. He doesn't. What he looks like... Yes. He doesn't sound like he looks. Yeah. He looks like you should just put Lysol all over him. <laughs> he, he can sing, though. He, he can sing. I'm not doubting that. He's just... Uh, I would say that I would say the neck tattoos are the ones that annoy me the most, like right on the side of the neck, especially like a name... Undertaker. Well, oh, name, uh, name tattoos on anywhere. Well, his is on the middle of the Yeah, that, that did not do well. He got uh, his tattoo of his wife, Sarah, his second wife, yeah. and then they got divorced four yeah. years later, so he had to yeah. cover it up. Cover up the neck. Yes, well, which people, is the worst. Or people who get their own names tattooed on their neck. Who does that? People do? Yes. Why? Because I guess if they forget who they are. <laughs> they can look in the mirror? Well, this way they don't have to introduce themselves to people. They just point at their neck. Hi, my name is... <laughs> I'm Scott. <laughs> She's Scott. Which one's trashier? The neck tattoo or the name... or some, uh, Like the cursive name of somebody above the person's boob, like the woman's boob, when they're the showing cleavage? 
I don't have a problem with tattoos. My wife has a couple. I don't have a problem with tattoos. But. We have some friends of ours that have lots of tattoos. Yeah, I have nothing wrong with tattoos at all. I just, you just got to make it good. But bad, yeah, that's the thing is, bad tattoos are bad. Yeah. It's like the, I always like the people that do the uh, tattoo parties. Hey, my buddy's just become a tattoo artist. He's having a tattoo party at his nope. house. Nope, 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 nope. I might go to this guy who's been professional for lots of years <laughs> if I'm getting something permanently put on myself. It's at I've, the house? Yeah, I'm sure that sounds clean. I've been for like the last three years, like, been considering, like, applying to uh, the, oh, it's that tattoo show uh, with Ink? Dave Navarre. Ink Masters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, free tattoo. Uh, let's see if Fink Masters is giving away. Because you get some of the best tattooers in the country uh-huh. to do but it. But you don't get to decide what you're getting. Uh, depending. Oh, no, you can say, hey, if you're going to do this type of thing, I yeah. want that. You see, that's, what would you get? I, I'm not sure yet. Okay, I'm part just part of the reason I've never gotten a tattoo yet is because I never thought of something that I would permanently yeah, want. Yeah, I know. That's the, that's the one thing I, I can but, never but figure I, out. I would be the person who go on and be like, I would I would say like the most difficult thing in the most difficult place, so they would give me the guy they're trying to get out, and then I'd let him tattoo a good thing Just, somewhere else. Because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I want this like on my skull, and like, ooh, skull <laughs> tattoos are terrible. I don't want to do that. And then you're like, oh no, you can do it on my shoulder. That's fine. <laughs> I just wanted somebody who was good, and they usually <laughs> they usually try to screw over the good people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the problem is that, you know, I would like to do something because I, I, have, I like tattoos, but I don't know what. Like, I don't know what I would do with it. That's the issue. Exactly. Um, also, let you know, uh, Jeff's favorite actor, Marlon Wayans, is $1,000. He can talk about white chicks. He can, uh, he can talk about Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons, yeah. It looks like here that Caitlyn uh, Jenner is actually the most expensive. Wow. They haven't gotten anybody over Caitlyn Jenner? Nope. Well, I suppose anybody who's going to charge more than that isn't going to be on Cameo. Manny Pacquiao is 1000 That's it? Yeah. I figured Manny Pacquiao And Kevin be... O'Leary from Shark Tank, the bald guy, is $999. Tommy Fucking... Lee is 400 bucks. Fucking Kevin O'Leary. Brett Favre is 400 but the problem is he'll quit halfway through, and then he'll come back, and then he'll play, finish it up. Yeah, and... but he'll be doing it for somebody else. Correct. You'll pay him $400, he'll quit, and then go up on your rival's cameo. <laughs> I mean, we pay he, him... He and... shows up on Pittsburgh Nerd. Exactly. I'm having fucking issues. We pay him, and then he'd start, and then leave, and then end up on Sean and Ian's <laughs> show. This is bullshit. <laughs> fucking Brett Favre. Oh, okay. Now we have from... Dev. <sighs> Regarding ranking the Star Wars films, two episodes again, my list is one, Empire Strikes Back, two, A New Hope, three, Return of the Jedi, four, Rogue One, Tide, at six, Solo and Revenge of the Sith, seven, The Last Jedi, eight, Rise of Skywalker, nine, Attack of the Clones, ten, Phantom Menace, and eleven, The Force Awakens. I can't believe Force Awakens. You know, I what? believe it. I, you know what, been, though? We don't criticize if that's what you think. Good for you. There are people with valid criticisms on mm-hmm. The Force Awakens. I have no problem with that. Uh, fan mass still the worst. Still the worst. It's not the, worse the, than Attack of the Clones. They attack clones, Jeff. Come on. Oh, you know, this is an interesting... We, we, I was discussing this. Mm-hmm. When you're judging, uh, uh, like, uh, how you like a movie... Okay. Do you, is it... The equal of the good and the bad, or does if it's 
has a, you know, it, ah, does the good outweigh the bad, or does the bad sway outweigh the good? I don't know. That's a tough call because Avengers Endgame, I was kind of bored in the first half. Now I've liked it a lot better since I've seen it two or three times yeah. on Disney Plus. And then the whole last hour with the battle makes that movie an A plus for me. That whole because it's twenty movies or whatever it is yeah. combining for that last scene, that last hour. And so that was like perfect movie at the end. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it might be if the good outweighs the bad. Because I mean I know we were just discussing this specifically Star Wars even mm-hmm. like, with like the Last Jedi and like. I love it because this was great, this was great, mm-hmm. this was great, and people are like, yeah, but this sucked. I'm like, you're right, that part wasn't good, but the other parts that were good were so good that the bad from that movie doesn't... The casino scene, Flying Leia, yeah, and mean... Milk Nipple, Luke. And I don't understand how that bothers you so oh, it's much. Disgusting. <laughs> it's not that bad. Pasteurize <laughs> no. that shit. But, I mean, the simple fact of the matter is, yeah, okay, there's, there's some problems with it and i mean that's not even a story problem that's no it's not like to see (laughs) but uh you know there are some minor problems but there are so many great scenes in it Mm -hmm. that i don't care about the minor problems i think it is and then i'm thinking the same thing with the prequels um phantom menace there's a lot wrong with it but it has a couple of good parts yeah but i think the bad outweighs that see but i i i would i'll take the good parts and say because these goods are in here I'll be There's honest. no good parts in. I'll, I'll do this. Attack I probably clones. need to watch Attack of the Clones again because I, there is some bad, lo- bad scenes with the love interest, like oh, between it's those real two. Real bad, and and, and there's there, no heat between them. No, and no. there was no good scenes to pull the bad up in that movie for me. I, the, the tigers attacking. No, that was one of the worst <laughs> scenes in the movie. I'd rather watch them talk about sand. <laughs> Than that uh, fight in the animal. I, the I think with the, the Phantom Menace. It was such a build-up to it mm-hmm. that that still it still resonates with me and being horrible because I was so let down. It's a boring film, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it is. It's a very boring film. Like, like we, nothing happens. Like we went in to watch it like opening weekend, and we sat there, and it came on. We watched it, and it got done. I'm like, why the fuck did we wait for this? <laughs> like. I, it's just, it's. It, I think that's a big part of it. I think everybody was excited. But it's a boring film. When my son watched it two weeks ago, I was bored to tears. Like, and I was like, I don't care. This movie's awful. And then I start watching, I'm like, nothing happens in it. Nothing. Until the very end. Yeah. Or right before the very yeah. end. Yeah. Before the very end, yeah. <laughs> so, but, what else we, oh, sorry. Oh, we got from Dr. Dana. Regarding weird things people swallow. Oh, no. This is uh, from Twitter conversation on Bad Ideas Podcast. I think we talked about it last week, too, about people swallowing stuff. Go ahead. As a doctor, I can't do specifics, but I can advise you some things that people swallow that we had to remove from their stomach when they came into the ER. Steak knives. Oh. Forks, spoons, serrated bread knives, highlighters, ink pens, pencils, dominoes, the game pieces, and rubber from those cheap old navy sandals. Um, steak knives and serrated bread knives. How are you even getting them close to your throat to swallow? I'd be too freaked out that I'm going to slit my esophagus and bleed to death. Or, well, the the only 
reason I see when people do this, it's uh, talking to somebody I know who's worked in the industry. Yeah. When people would come over from prison, they just want to get out, so they would swallow anything they possibly get their hands on. Ah, prison. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, I'm more dis- yeah. <laughs> disturbed by the old Navy sandals just from a clean aspect of it. Well, they might be brand new. Oh, okay. Well, well there we go. Well, what about ink pens? There's nothing clean about ink. Well, that's I true. mean, in and of and itself is hands. I mean, just people touching this. Like, Jason, this pen, you want to put this in your mouth? No. And you I'm, just touched it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, gl- I'm glad Dr. Dana specified Domino's the game pieces, not the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Somebody ate Domino's pizza. Cool. Oh, get that out of their stomach. <laughs> What's a better? Which one would you rather eat? Domino's the game or Domino's the pizza? <laughs> Honestly, when they uh, yeah. redid their pizza, it got a lot better. No, I don't. I still eat Domino's above Papa John's. I agree. Oh, uh, Papa John's. I can eat any pizza. Oh, God. I thought that until I had Papa John's last month. Oh, I'd rather eat the table. It, it was free. You know, uh, it's not free the next day. <laughs> it wasn't even the next day. It was the actual the second bite. I'm like, oh, I remember why I don't like Papa John. <laughs> Every time they do Papa John's, I think of the Office episode when they get, uh, oh, they get the wrong pizza. pizza. <laughs> Which one did you get it from? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, took the first bite, and I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as I remember. And then the aftertaste from the first bite starts. I'm like, oh. Then I took the second bite. I'm like. Oh, yeah, there it is. There's that, for lack of a better term, that tinny aftertaste in their sauce. So uh, what do you guys think about uh, Papa John? Oh, he, oh, he's messed up. for now. Oh, he's, and now he wants to eat 50 pizzas in a month. 50 pizzas in a month. Papa John will do it. Anything? Can we get him on Cameo? <laughs> no, I'm sure that would not go over well. <laughs> he is a piece of shit, allegedly. Uh, moving on. <laughs> well, we got What's doctor one from professor number one at doctor number one. So is Amanda Bynes' acting career over since she just got a heart tattoo in the middle of her cheek? I think it was over before that. <laughs> She's on cameo for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was might might have been over when she like freaked out and was well, horrible to work with. And well, she needs to get help. Well, she has. Been. She, she's been in and, rehab. She's yeah. four, she's over four years sober now. She was good on Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. But but that, but now she's just recently what she left the uh, living the clean living center she mm-hmm. was living in, and is now like suing her parent. Her parents have like uh, control over all her finance, and she's suing them now to get control of that back. That just means somebody's probably talking talking in her ear for that. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, I, she obviously um, needs some help. Obviously, she could continue acting because makeup exists and they yeah. cover it up. But uh, makeup does exist. Well, you gave me a look like <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking, my <laughs> and, and honestly, it's it's just a single line tattoo, so it's not colored in or anything. Oh. You can cover it up pretty easy. They cover up Rock's tattoos, Dwayne Johnson's tattoos, pretty easily. And he has a huge, he has huge ones. Um, Amanda, yes, Bynes. he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> God, I would pay for his cameo. Uh, my in my bed. Uh, my with Amanda Bynes is interesting story because back in the day she was on the Amanda Bynes show on Disney, like a sketch comedy one, and she was getting popular and they liked her and she was funny. She's when she's when she's, you know, in the right state of mind, she's funny. And uh, there was talk that she was going to join Saturday Night Live at that point, yeah. um, when she was like nineteen or twenty, eighteen, nineteen. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, so th- obviously that didn't happen. Instead, she did that Frankie Muniz movie and <sighs> Asian Cody Banks. Is that the one? Yeah. Yep. Okay. There's not many Frankie <laughs> Muniz films that I have to go through my Rolodex here. Uh, Asian Cody Banks two. <laughs> one of them was Hillary Duff. <laughs> so. And and he did the didn't he do the one about the, the top stopping of the time time stoppers or something clock like stoppers clock stoppers yeah. is that Frankie Muniz? Yes. Okay. See, he went through three <laughs> movies. That's two more than you thought he did. <laughs> two more than I thought his agent would have. His agent didn't think two movies was going to happen. So apparently Frankie Muniz tweeted out that he wants to be uh, Lizzo's uh, accessory. Why? Because he wants to be, you know, changed <laughs> to Lizzo. Okay. He's not doing anything else. She Here, turned him down, apparently. Here's a news news story out for today. Okay. Ohio board to consider being a Bengals fan a qualifying condition for medical marijuana. I agree. I agree. I would say Coke, but okay. Uh, I think Browns would also help. Uh, Bengals or Browns fan? Yeah. Yeah. How about an any Ohio team fan? Ohio State won, didn't they? Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Oh, great. No, no Ohio State. Will come on the show. <laughs> the entire university. So, the entire university will. Nope, come that's on not the trademarked. Show. Ah, you lost that one too. <laughs> Nothing's coming up good for you this year. Uh, I I was out with some Ohio State fans when they were playing in the playoff game. I'm sorry. I have nothing against Ohio State, but their fans continue to annoy me later and later in life as I get older. The first comment was, uh, they played what, Clemson? Clemson, yeah. Uh, the quarterback for Clemson it got the ball. Very first play. And one of the guys was, yes, break his leg. I'm like, is this an ongoing thing with Ohio State fans that they always want to break somebody's leg? Probably. Well, ever since they did it to Willis McGahee, they think it's the right thing to do. <laughs> it won them that game, didn't it? Uh-huh. Well, it did. That's true. That is true. So, but yeah, I'm like, my God, people calm down. And then my, I I held back because my wife told me not to say it amongst the people, but I was like, okay, you break the quarterback's legs. That just means you beat a team that wasn't the best. Don't you want to beat the team that's good? No, they just want to win. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I I heard my sister saying she was at a, a, a bar or something and the game was on and Clemson did something and she heard some people in the bar cheer. And apparently one of the Ohio State fans got up to give them a talking to. Oh, it's your God. Like, they're not allowed to cheer against Ohio State in Ohio. Or you're Columbus. in Cincinnati. You're not in Columbus. Even if you're in Columbus, I don't care. <laughs> you can root for... I I give Pittsburgh Steelers fans the right to cheer for their team mm-hmm. in any bar they want to go and watch it and cheer. I don't care who, what your team you root for. But my thought is, I mean, like, my God, sorry. But anyways, sorry, Ohio yeah, State Just fans. don't be an asshole about it. Yeah. <laughs> First play of the game. Break his leg. I'm like, dear God, people. Like, leave the kid alone. He's 20. <laughs> you know? You're 40. Calm down. I'm a man. No, oh, I'm yeah. 40. And, and Clemson didn't need to steal a quarterback from another school to start to win. Allegedly. <laughs> what do you mean allegedly? <laughs> Josh Fields transferred out of Georgia because he couldn't start there. Allegedly. And somehow it was through hardships because he wasn't playing, I guess, the hardship. The hardship and he got yeah. he was able to get his eligibility immediately. Son of what? a bitch. Is Blake on Pittsburgh nerd? Did he just get his but eligibility? That's okay because the Heisman Trophy winner wasn't good enough to play for Ohio State. Well, he was good enough to be on the team. Not good enough to start. No, but then he transferred out, but he's allowed to play because he graduated. He, he followed the rules right. 
Oh, he graduated. He... Oh, he's a graduate transfer. Oh, I didn't at realize LSU. that. Yeah, he okay. he played. He was at Ohio State for three to four years. So did Blake leave the thing? Did he, did he transfer too? Did he go to Pittsburgh Nerd or three six five flicks? Three six five. I saw that tweet you threw out. There. Well, three six five only works once a month, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's government job, so there you go, Blake. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. Ah, what else? Uh, Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Uh, a couple things here. We talked about what uh, is going on in England in terms of women, you know, trying to cool off on hot days and, you know, putting wasps and all that stuff up into their privates. Talked about that a couple of months ago. Uh, just to let you know, in the USA, this is from Kevin at Cincy Explorer for from a crime a day at a crime a day on Twitter. He sent this over to us. Uh, section or law seven USC S two eighty two and seven CFR three twenty two point seven A make it a federal crime to send honeybee semen to the United States without giving the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service at least ten business days advance notice of the semen's impending arrival. It's a very interesting law. Okay, and very specific. I did. I suppose uh, the honeybees would have semen. I just wouldn't think it was called honeybee semen. It's like a horse bucket is how uh, how much they have in that body. Small small bees, but man, small bees, but ninety nine percent is semen. You, people <laughs> don't know that ninety nine percent of uh, genetic makeup of a bee is semen. Of, of the drone bee, anyway. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, I don't think the queen bee is full of semen. Well, beforehand, anyway. <laughs> Ironically, the wood boring uh, uh, bee yeah. only two percent. You would think wow. the woody, the wood one, would have more semen because but it he's wood. Yeah, uh, see what you did there. Uh, <sighs> oh, okay, so what's the news? Uh, let's see here. I'm going to save the first story for Blake next week because I think he'll appreciate that. Uh, per L.A. Times, the Comcast cores. Universal Pictures is bracing to lose at least 70 to 100 million, is the newest thing, after its critically panned movie Cats bombed over the holidays, according to a person close to the project. Cats has drawn just 38.3 million, million globally. Wow. Including 17.8 million in the US and Canada, eh? according to Box Office Mojo. A disaster for a big holiday movie based on the Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's not a hit musical. It just stayed around on Broadway. Well, that's what makes it a hit. Ah, fuck that. It, it was at one point the longest running. Yeah, because uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber paid for tickets every single night. Wow. No one else saw that <laughs> shit. Because well, this was one of Andrew Lloyd Webber's earlier maybe, works. So maybe Matthew is... Broderick. He might be the only other one paying for that shit. So uh, anything, stay out of the house. How anyway. much? How much of an appeal did they expect Cats to have worldwide? Outside of, say, U.S., U.K., and Canada. I don't know. Is it big in Japan? I Is have Pussy no big clue. In Japan? I mean, did they think the China markets were going to love cats? I don't know. No. <laughs> you know what? This is trending really good in China. <laughs> really? Well, cats? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I mean, chi- Chinese, China is the becoming the largest market Correct. for uh, Correct. Uh, Entertainment. movies and whatnot. Uh, the studio expects domestic box office sales to reach at least $30 million. Let's get to one thing. After production costs of about $100 million, close to the same amount in marketing cost. 
$200 million. They're overpaying in marketing for that movie because the marketing was a disaster. They should hold people accountable for that. I'll be honest. Hobie got tickets sold. Scab Jeff went just because we were talking about it. We tried to go on uh, Christmas, but yeah. my niece wouldn't go. Really? Yes. You just wanted to see how bad? Pretty much. Yeah, I did too. It's like the other movies, like everyone, somebody had seen what other movies we were discussing mm-hmm. possibly going, and it's like, Cats, and she's like, but the, it's so bad, and like, that's why we want to see it. I'll watch it with you. We should see, go, We should uh, rent it when it comes out. I'm not going to see it in theater. They, they should have, instead of spending all that money on marketing, they should have finished the movie. They had to send out uh, recopies oh, yeah, they of, did. of the movie because yeah. they, there were hands yep. instead of paws yeah. and stuff in different scenes. They had to redo the CGI and that stuff. Yeah. yeah, they should have finished the movie instead of spending all that money on marketing. Well, apparently when the first trailer came out, they changed their CGI because the cat people freaked people out so much. Yeah. So it was like Sonic the Hedgehog movie, they had Kinda to redo like it. Uh-huh. But, the, but they didn't push back the release date of the movie when they had to go back and redo a lot of stuff. Didn't you say two weeks, uh, on one of the episodes over the holidays that you said it was their first film to get a patch once it came out? Maybe that's Scam <laughs> Jeff that said yeah. that. It, it was the first patch. movie to get a, pa- a video a patch. game patch uh-huh. after it came out. Uh I missed that line. (laughs) That's a good one. The studio expects domestic box office sales to reach at least 30 million. Uh, Yeah, sorry. Uh, Such losses are a painful reminder of the risky film business. It's not a risky film business. It's a piece of shit play. Nobody cares about this play. That's risky. The film business is risky. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, I mean, this one was a terrible risk to take. Well, they thought Taylor Swift, Jennifer Hudson, Idris Elba would at least help people. Get people in. <laughs> that, that just reminded me of uh, 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 Golden Globe guy. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Ricky Gervais's joke about how... Judy Dench? No. Oh, oh the Judy Dench He's one. like, I can't do this I one. Can't I can't read this joke. <laughs> but when he, he said, did. Oh, yeah, over the holidays, we saw James Corden as a fat pussy. <laughs> and he was in the movie Cats. Cats. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways... Uh, let's see here. After Cats was released on the 20th, executives expressed hope the movie would eventually reach its target audience during the holidays. Quote, the story isn't necessarily over on how Cats is going to play domestically, said Jim Moore, president of domestic distribution. The audience, this audience group doesn't necessarily rush out on opening weekend. They didn't rush out on second weekend yeah. or third weekend or the fourth weekend. Yeah, this is the type of audience that does go out during the Christmas holiday that they're trying to. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I suppose their uh, target audience is dumb people with money. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Well, they want... almost had us. <laughs> yeah, they they did. almost had mm-hmm. Cats tried. was number 10 this week. It made 279000 which was down 59.5% from the previous week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it has now made, let me just make sure, $21 million domestically. I don't think that's getting money back. Oh, you don't think so? Uh, worldwide, it's up $54 million. All right. Half the budget. <laughs> that's great. Half the budget, and then a quarter of the budget with the, uh, uh, marketing. the marketing. Thank you. Oh, anyways. Uh, in Rise of the Sky, uh, Quickies. In The Rise of Skywalker, Lando Calrissian and Janna share a moment where it's revealed the latter was a child soldier in the First Order and doesn't know who her parents are or where she comes from. Prompting Lando to smile and reply, well, let's go find out with a Colt 45. 
It's been perceived as a bit creepy. Yeah. Yes, it was. By some given given uh, Lando's age and knowledge of his past ways, but there's another way to interpret the scene. Well, of course the, there is. Well, the way to interpret the scene was she's his daughter. Yeah. That's what apparently was written in... Executive editor for Disney Publishing, Jennifer Heddle, took to Twitter to address this and reveals that Lando is actually Jana's father. This was an element of the film that was ultimately cut, but will be reinserted into the official novelization of the film. Yay, which would be yeah. considered a canon. But well, uh, we talked about this two weeks ago that they cut the three scenes with this. Yeah, we, we, we knew we knew what they were getting at when they were hinting at it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like... Yeah. But for, for the fact that it. yeah, there was no build up to that mm-hmm. storyline or whatnot at all until like that that part uh, yeah it like if Lando talked about oh my daughter was it was taken and is missing and blah 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 then it, but there was no setup for that but well I mean you heard I'm assuming you you heard all about the uh, uh, release the uh, JJ cut. Yeah, Disney cut some of this, and they did it their own edit. And JJ was like, "This is not completely the film I wanted." Yeah, well, it's the, from what I was reading. Uh, whoever had his source, mm-hmm. his inside source, he was like, JJ was completely frustrated with Disney, and you know, Disney said you know when they brought him back or whatever, he was going to have his you know, complete control, mm-hmm. creative control, and pretty much nope. Like, he did a cut that was, like, a little over three hours, and then they cut more, and they even, the final cut, they cut more that he didn't even know about. Awesome. Like, some scenes didn't make sense because they cut things, and and that's one of them. You know what fixed it all? Time travel. Yep. If you put time travel in there, everything would have made more sense. Uh, The next trilogy is supposed to be set 400 years before. Uh, during was it a trilogy? Well, no, they said they're going to make probably three or four in that time frame or possibly more, yeah. but they're also doing um, animation and sh- uh, Disney um, series uh, in that time frame of 400 years before. So basically it's a clean cut, fresh take. Yeah. There's more Sith. There's more Jedi. What I heard what they were going to do is make standalone movies around certain characters and then several movies in, then kind of do an Avengers and combine the storylines into one. I'm fine with that. No, no, I have no problem with that. But, I mean, everyone has to talk about trilogies. Everything has to be yeah. done in a trilogy. I think they're stepping away from trilogy. I'm fine with everything. that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, finally, cr- Crazy Rich Asians director John, T- uh, John Chu has requested to direct and write a series revolving around Star Wars character Rose Tico, which we talked about. Which was in your uh, yeah. poll of the week. Yep. Well, I have another Star Wars-related thing. Go ahead. Rothgar Deng, the bounty hunter that was in Rise of the Star Wars, who is Dengar. Yeah, which who? one is he? Yeah, I don't remember Rothgar Deng. Uh, where was that in the movie? Uh, they say it was... I pull up this article. Uh, he's one of the figures standing at the bar. Um, uh, key scene with Ray and her friends head back to the ice world of Kimji in order to meet Babu Frick, who they can hack to one of the famed world markets. Okay. And it's famed to have a bounty hunters. The group had to make their way through a bar in order to get to Babu Frick's shop. And that, and then in the back of the bar, he was okay. standing in the back. So they gave a name to somebody who has no lines 
or no thing, <laughs> and we're supposed to know that it's Dengar. Again, and, <laughs> and it looks nothing like him. Well, it looks like well the arm, well, the well, actual the armor that he wears is similar yeah. to what Dengar it, it, wore. It's, and the face might be similar, similar but, but it's distorted because yeah. it's uh, because and well he's half uh, android. He's or, more than half android now. But, he yeah. appears in the planet Kajimi. Yeah, he's in the bar in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. yippee! You know, I didn't recognize him. He didn't have enough tissue paper wrapped around him. <laughs> That was toilet paper, not tissue paper. Horrible character. And he does Horrible. Best bounty hunter of all the bounty hunters. There's no Bosk. I know. Bosk is better. Not even close. He's not really quiet, though. His feet, because he doesn't wear shoes. It's really, like, if they get sweaty, he sticks to Or it. when the nails clink, like, yeah. like a cat in the middle of the night <laughs> on, on, <laughs> on the wood floors. And that's why he couldn't kill uh, Luke and, uh, Luke's uh, uncle. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so there you go. There's your box office news and world reports. Jeff, what are you doing September 11th through the 13th? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Are you? I am. Oh, me too. Really? Yeah. We'll I'll go be... together. You want to? That's... I hope Brad from Cinema Guys is going to be there. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, so get your tickets, CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, they'll be going on sale in the next month or so. Uh, get the VIP tickets for the weekend. Best deal. It's at the Cincinnati Convention Center. Duke Energy Convention Center, I should say, in Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, Give their sponsors credit. Correct. Uh, check us out on the History of Bad Ideas pod, uh, Facebook page, and we will be uh, putting up all the guests that will be coming. Hobie will be there. Uh, I cannot... That's the importantest guest. Correct, correct. Uh, there will be somebody dressed as Dengar, because there always is. Uh, I can't guarantee that. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn will there'll be there. Be, there'll be Deadpool there. There will be Deadpool. Maybe One? One Deadpool? Guaranteed one. Yes. So anyways, check them out. Cincinnati Comic Expo. And you can play trivia with us. And maybe the cinema guys will be there if they can figure out what dates it is. All right. 11th through the 13th. Besada Geek, will you be there? Maybe? Maybe? Number one fan, Doug, will be there. Yes. So there you go. And Scab Randall. Maybe Randall Holt even? Maybe. Maybe. Give the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. If you ever believed Captain America was on the U.S. Olympic soccer team. If you ever thought that the Winter Soldier was that brace yourselves guy on the internet. And if you ever wondered just what would a raccoon do with a machine gun. Then don't let another week pass you by without tuning into Mighty Marvel Geeks. Mighty Marvel Geeks is your show about all things Marvel. With news, rumors, commentary, and interviews. As well as our weekly recommendations on what to pick up on New Comic Book Day. Official consulting hours are between 8 and 5 every other Thursday. That's Mighty Marvel Geeks on WeebyGeeks.net, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, time for the box office news report. We don't really have bombs to talk about because we already talked a lot about cats and... Cats bombed? Oh, yeah, cats bombed. No, okay. Jason's watching cats in the other room. Don't fuck with cats. He's in an alley watching... (laughs) Yeah, he's in the alley watching cats. uh... Well, they're not really fighting. Oh, wait... (laughs) Okay, well, the top five, uh, week of January 3rd to January 5th of the year 2020, we have 
Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, another $34 million, a total of $451 million on a $275 million budget. I, that it's third week of uh, number one? or Yes. I, I don't think this will be a bust. I think it's going to make money. Yes, yes. except in China, because nothing Star Wars makes a whole lot of money in China. Apparently they said Knives Out is uh, out... Uh, but you're out doing business in China. Then, uh, Ryan Johnson said that he is Ryan. His name is Ryan. Until he comes on the show, <laughs> then spell it right. It's Patrick Roy, the Canadian uh, <laughs> goalie. Anyways, uh, Ryan Johnson said that he is working on a sequel for Knives Out. He is. Uh, we don't need a sequel. That's that was part of the great thing about it was a very brand new original, something special. But. Uh, I kind of like the character of Benoit Blanc. I mean, it's it's going to be a Benoit Blanc story. Yeah. Spoilers! It's not going to be about the same, same family or the same crime. I hope it's not. <laughs> I, they're just going to have Benoit Blanc go around the, the world. You just like saying that name, I don't do. You? It's a great name. <laughs> I mean, I'll give him credit. To, you know, Benoit Blanc. And his his accent is so bad. I know. It's great. <laughs> Uh, number two, we got Jumanji colon the next level, making another twenty six and a half million, a total of two hundred and thirty six million on a one hundred and thirty million dollar budget. So we're getting Jumanji three in two years. Uh, uh, yes. Yep. I want to see this. I uh, can I watch this without watching the the first one? No. So I have to watch the yes. Well, your homework is to watch the first Jumanji movie or the first. Remake the first the, the the first Jumanji movie with the Rock. In. Yes, that's your homework. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Yes, Welcome to the Rock. Uh, number three is Little Women, making another fourteen million to a total of sixty million on a forty-two million dollar budget. I suppose I wouldn't have a problem seeing Little Women. I hear the performances are good, but I heard they couldn't. You know, but, but didn't Winona Ryder already level. like perfect this? Book. <laughs> the story was perfected with Northern Rider, right? I yes. love the oh, the was it uh, Family Guy that did oh Winona Ryder uh, doing the in her in her roles and she's doing the bad uh, like the, the Scarlet Letter yeah one. yeah <laughs> but they, oh, no, it was Demi Moore that did the Scarlet so, yeah, Letter but they have uh, her from like like Heather is her from. <laughs> Oh, from like Beetlejuice uh-huh. being uh, <laughs> yeah that type being of a little woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Her Beetlejuice character in Little Women that would be funny. That's we should do that. Take recast Little Women. Well, no, take characters that the actor or actress has played mm-hmm. and put that character in place of them. Okay, do like that for a, a, a movie or something. It could be a version of Riddle Me This. Yeah, some sort of Riddle Me This. Okay. So yeah, take take the the cast and put different characters they played in, and see how that movie would. Riddle turn me out. this recast, recast, recast. I like it. We got two new shows. We got cameo segments <laughs> next week. Cameo with it. Cameo this and <laughs> cameo this. <laughs> and what's the other one? Recast. Recast. We'll forget about it as soon as we hit. No, I'm stop. writing it down. Okay. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Uh, number four this week, The Grudge, which I didn't know was out. No made, one did. <laughs> made $11.3 million in its opening weekend on a $10 million budget. It made money. Is what this a, a remake of The, the Grudge? The new one. 
So it's a continuation? Yes. Of it takes the... place as the, at the same time as the first original grudge, uh... the American version. And he's planning on doing it in different time periods. Okay. One's in space. Ooh, like Jason X? Yes. It's gonna be the, is the Space Force going to be there to protect us? I hope so. I hope so. Has Trump tweeted lately? <laughs> no, no. He's, he's, le- he's letting down the country by uh, not tweeting when the country's at war. <laughs> and number five for the week, Frozen 2 made another $11.3 million, a total of $450 million on a $150 million budget. Yeah. Uh, so Frozen 3 is coming out in three years? No, they actually made a joke in the Frozen 2 that this is it. Oh. <laughs> it ended pretty well. You don't need to. They will. Uh, I thought the last one ended pretty well. Yeah. But... No, no. You always got to get another one. Oh, yeah. Josh Gad needs more money. If there's money to Well, if, if someone's going to get money, I have no problem giving it to Josh Gad. He was funny in it. Olaf was pretty humorous. He he was more than a one note in it. Um, he, always, he, he talks in Olaf's characters trying to think that all the adults know what they're doing, and they're, he's like, I don't think you guys really know what you're doing. <laughs> At the end, he's like, ah. And they didn't. No. Uh, upcoming, uh, opening January 10th, 2020, uh, 1917 is opening world or countrywide. countrywide. My nine-and-a-half-year-old... Nationwide, that's the term. <laughs> My nine-and-a-half-year-old said, would you take me to see this? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it looks really interesting, and like, I appreciate, son, that you you want to know about the history. No, you're not seeing this. It's rated R, and it looks bloody. <laughs> you're not seeing this. I don't think your son is too worried about blood. He actually would probably be okay I think with he, it. I think he can handle blood. I think he actually could. But Boobs, on the other hand, you have to take him away from, because you can't let children see boobs. Or cursing. Cursing. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> He's in the wrong household for that. <laughs> Well, 1917, two young British soldiers during the First World War are given an impossible mission, deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop 1,600 men and one of the soldiers' brothers from walking straight into a deadly trap. It's a Gold Globe winner for Best Drama of the Year. I don't like war movies, but this does look interesting. I kind of want to see this one. Yeah. Also coming out, we have Just Mercy. Mercy! I don't know this one. It's about a world-renowned civil defense uh, attorney, Brian Stevenson, works to free a wrongly condemned death row prisoner. I do, yes. Michael Michael B. Jordan, Jordan, isn't Jordan. Yes. And then this is also nationwide. The nationwide release? Yeah, it came out last. Well, yeah, these these are the ones that... uh, or had limited releases and for to get in for uh, award season. Not this, so, next, not was, this next one. Well, no, no. And I then po- I apologize. Just mercy. I thought that was uh, the story of Uncle Jesse from Full House. Have mercy. That was that film. Oh, like have mercy. Have mercy. I'm Uncle uh, Jesse. Oh, uh, and, and then also, have mercy on uh, Lori Loughlin. <laughs> 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 uh, she hasn't got, been sentenced yet, has she? She's going. Jail. She's going to jail. She's yeah, she going made, to jail. She made a license plate for her. No, that's Felicity. She oh, spent 14 yeah. days in jail. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tough 14 days. She made license plates, apparently. Made license plate. They should have said. But her said, husband was in wild hogs, which is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made, you know what? You get 14 days in jail. That doesn't sound bad. You're going to Rikers and General Pop. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day. You could either have two years in a uh, regular nice prison, an easy prison, or 14 days in general pop at Rikers. <laughs> Make your choice. I'll take two years <laughs> in, uh, 
in whatever prison, uh, <laughs> uh, what's her name, uh, Martha Stewart went. To. <laughs> um, and also opening Underwater. A crew of aquatic researchers work to get to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. But the crew has more than the ocean seabed to fear. When did people learn not? When are people going to learn to stop going that far under the sea? There's obviously stuff under there they don't want us to see. We'll learn to stop going under the sea when we learn to stop going into outer space. That's true. I mean, how bad can this movie be? It's got Kristen Stewart and T.J. Miller in it. Ooh, <laughs> it signed its death warrant right there. I kind of wanted to see it like on a like a rental. No, but no, not no. with T.J. Miller. He or Christian Stewart. Both of them together. See, T.J. Miller can be funny mm. in the little, like, in yeah. little doses. I've already got my uh, allotted film into with Deadpool. century. Of yeah, D- D- him Miller. and Deadpool was, was mm-hmm. fine. Just the small roles there. Definitely not a starring role I want to see him in. Is Ooh. Taylor Lautner in this? <laughs> and I, I thought, like, the... Uh, Silicon Valley, the first three seasons was too much T.J. Miller. Okay. It was. The last two seasons had just enough T.J. Miller. Didn't they get rid of him completely? Oh, yeah, he wasn't. They talk about him, but uh-huh. he's not in it. I saw the first season of it. Uh, I could not get into it. I saw the first season of Silicon Valley. I couldn't get in. And maybe it was. I, I don't like the lead actor. He annoys the shit out of me, and now he's doing Verizon or whatever. Really? You yeah. didn't like Dwight Schrute's brother? No, he's okay. Gabe. No. Oh, is that Dwight Schrute's brother? He was Dwight Schrute's brother in... Office? In The, the office. office. I didn't realize that. When they were going to do the spinoff of Dwight's mm-hmm. farm, he was going to he was cast to play his brother, so he's in the one episode when Dwight's aunt, aunt dies. died. And then she And his the brother farm. and sister came back to the remember farm. remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember yeah. that one. Huh. Did anybody talk about the size of her, size of her land? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> She's five foot four on time of death, five foot one. (laughs) (laughs) What else we got? Uh, We've got Like a Boss coming out. Two friends with very different ideals start a beauty company together. One is more practical, while the other wants to earn her fortune and live a lavish lifestyle. So is this a competing thing where they get mad at each other, or they work well together because they bring diff- something different to the company? I don't know. You already thought more about them than screenwriters. I, oh. th- I think they're going to butt heads. Oh. It it's is wacky hijinks. It is what Rose Byrne and Tiffany Haddish. Ugh. But it does oh, have right. probably the person who probably had the best highlight on the uh, Golden Globes, Selma Hayek. Oh, that oh. outfit she wore, oh, <laughs> fantastic. The designer, whoever designed that dress, wins. And I liked her uh, presentation of the one. Uh, I didn't see her anything. I didn't hear the talk. Oh. I didn't hear her talk. She talked. <laughs> she's, no, she's no Jason Momoa. <laughs> okay. Mm. He showed more cleavage than almost anybody. God. Uh, buy sell in the stock in the career of we're going with someone I've never heard before George McKay what's he at he's at three dollars and sixty six cents think you're okay then upcoming he has the true history of the Kelly gang so what was George McKay in this week uh, I'm going to say that's what I'm pulling up right now oh <laughs> grudge he's in the grudge oh sure. 
sure. So George McKay, the star of The Grudge, uh, is going to be in the uh, story, the true, uh, the true history of the Kelly Gang. He's trading for three dollars and sixty six. I'll buy for that low of a Hollywood Stock Exchange, and I'm still selling. Yes, I'm buying. I gotta sell because I need every penny I can to buy more Michael B. Jordan stock. Okay, he's trading at one hundred and two fifty nine, which I honestly seems a little low to me for Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan. Uh, he's got. Without Remorse, Wrong Answer, Methuselah, and the Thomas Crown Affair all lined up. Also a Fantastic Four, too. You, you no. won't let me say what I would do with George McKay. Oh, sorry. I was ignoring you. Um, I can't even find him on here right now. <laughs> After one week, he's been eliminated. Yeah, I, I look up George McKay, and it's... So are you by yourself? There are no securities matching your search criteria. Did you misspell? Uh, does, it, does capitalization matter? I, I did, did the exact capitalization of the intern screw this here. up? I don't know. So I am not buying. Okay. <laughs> Why are you not buying? He doesn't exist. <laughs> well, okay, Jim, we're on Michael B. Jordan. What would you do with stock on Michael B. Jordan? Oh, I think mm. I own stock on Michael B. Jordan. I do, too. I, I bought a whole lot of stock on Michael B. Jordan and when I started and then bought a couple other miners and then have pretty much not touched it for a year. I'll so buy- I'm hoping... My Michael B. Jordan stock is raising, but 102 seems low. I wanted it to be higher. I'll buy a stock of Michael B. Jordan. That's a nice man meat right there. Mm. I do love Michael B. Jordan. He is pretty good. He is. Hell of an actor, but... Ooh, that body. What are you buying? Let's see. It's... Right now, it is currently at... Mm-hmm. Uh, 103.71. Oh, buy, We've buy. over a dollar since uh, the, the outline was typed up. This year, high at 113. Buy. It's awfully high. I'm buying. Yeah. Okay. Who else we got? Uh, we've got Kristen Stewart. Sell, moving on. At $4.80. She's got Seaberg and Happiest Season coming out. Sell. Four eighty is pretty damn low. <laughs> And I'm still selling. Sell. That is really low. I mean, it's... Jim, just make a decision on this one. No, not yet. i got to do my due diligence. I'm not going to buy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, Tiffany Haddish. She's at $67.58. She has a bunch of stuff coming out. Bad Trip, Here Today, 24 Jump Street, Girls Trip 2, and Down Undercover. I'll buy that. I'm selling. That's a lot of crap coming out. Yeah, but it'll make money. It looks like a lot of crap, and Tiffany Haddish annoyed me at the Golden Globes when whatever award she gave out, like, the the people were standing around, like, the, the cast or whatever was standing behind the, the guy mm-hmm. giving the speech, mm-hmm. and she kind of just, like, insinuated herself into the cast of the... So she pulled a Kramer at the Tony Awards. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she did. They, they gave the award, and um, I don't even remember who she was with when they gave it. But uh, the other the other lady was, like, standing off to the side, and all of a sudden Tiffany Haddish is <laughs> putting her arms around the guys in the back, and I'm like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> was she part of this? I did see the one speech that my wife and I laughed at because uh, she watches The Crown, and the lady won for the woman won for the crown, and she's like, "I'll be honest, I'm a little drunk right now." Or she was like, oh, a little Olivia Coleman, yeah. Oh, she's great. I love she her. Is. Okay, that's it then. Let's do some top five. All 
Uh, real quick, before we get to the top five, I forgot I mentioned this earlier in the day, uh, or early in the show. Uh, so I'm local here, uh, and there's a tabletop virtual reality place. They're not paying us for this. It's uh, Diversion Arcade. Uh, I get a lot of my tabletop things there. Yeah. They started something. They're located in uh, Harrison, Ohio. They started something. It's a treasure hunt. With a, have you seen this, Jeff? So you, you, uh, Did I link you to this? You, you linked me to this. I looked at that. So they have a chest, a treasure chest, around the city of Harrison, and there's $100 worth of goods in this treasure chest, most likely tabletop games. And... You basically have to find it. Because they said something like there's real gold in it or gold-plated I something. I think they were joking. Uh, I don't think they were. I don't think gold's in it, because if so, I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, it's $100 worth. Maybe. I've heard no. it was tabletop. I don't oh, know. It's a bottle of Goldschlager. Oh, could be a bottle. Oh, wait. No, it's family-friendly. So you can't have alcohol at family-friendly events. You, or family you friendly. need to have it at family So friendly. here is So here's the trivia that they give you. This is the clue. With walkers and riders and a bark of a dog, search for the goods, I sleep like a log. Hidden I am, but not far out of reach. Take only the chest and go in peace. So my wife, actually, before I got home yesterday, took the kids around looking. Looking for it? Yes. Did they find it? No, because my wife is now obsessed with this. Uh, <laughs> and she's into puzzles, so that's good. So the first thing I thought was a great idea, there's a pet cemetery. Go in peace. It's by a walking trail. Uh, and then I Googled it, and there in the parking lot, there's a giant log. I was like, oh, my God. So you went? She did. And? Was not, not there. Well, was someone, not there. Has it been found? No, or? it has not been found. Okay. Uh, it's a neat little thing, though, because it's really kind of catching on. And, like, uh, their Facebook page, uh, for their they have a special diversion fa- uh, Facebook yeah. page for this, has now taken off. They're up to, like, 302 days of people sign up. Uh. But it's really cool seeing, like, people go out, like, people are taking pictures and, like, hey, didn't find it, but, hey, I got to walk a trail today with my kids or do yeah. this and that. And it's like, that's a, and I've seen it done before as publicity, but yeah. it's a really cool thing to do, so. Is there a dog park? Uh, in Dog parks have been searched? Is yeah. it in, in the, uh, by, or. In the, tra- uh, yeah, they're really, well, see, they said it's going to be in. Whitewater the, Forest? No, they said it's going to be in Harrison, the city of Harrison, or the Harrison Township. Yes. Miami Whitewater Forest. That so, is it technically in Harrison. But the dog park close or near the forest is Cleves. Oh, is in Cleves, yeah. so I don't think it'll be that no, far. But there, is there a small dog park in Miami Whitewater Forest? Uh, well, those have been checked according to the Facebook mm-hmm. page because people have been listening. They did say <laughs> it's not off the beaten path too much. They said you do not have to climb or anything like yeah, that. They're trying to keep it safe. Yeah, it's safe. Um, so it's they not, said don't fuck things that's up. That's why I think you, in the poem, you know, you don't have to reach too far correct. or something like that. But, but it's really cool. And if nobody sees it, on Sunday they're going to release another clue and another treasure chest. And another chest. Yeah. Ooh. And if nobody gets it, they're going to release a third chest. <laughs> so it's going to go on for... So yeah, if you look at it, it's Diversion, D-I-V-R-I... Or I'm sorry, D-I-V-R-S-I-O-N. Uh, it's really cool. So I, I thought that was just a neat little thing. They're not paying us or anything. I just thought that was a nice little cool thing that they're doing. And now, like I said, my wife is obsessed with it. Yeah, because I looked at dog parks in Harrison, and there was the one dog park in Harrison and the one over in Cleves. And I'm like, Those have one, been none of them were, were necessarily near a bike or walking path. Yeah. So I'm like, huh, where else do dogs bark? It's a pretty cool thing, though, that they're doing. I like it. Like I said, it's great publicity. Maybe it's by a dogwood tree, dog bark. Oh, Jason, look up where dogwood trees are in Harrison. I'll look that up. <laughs> but it is funny because I've even had a couple other parents text me and they're like, have you seen this? And they start searching for it. So that uh, is on my kids' teams and that. So, so anyways, there we go. Uh, 
Intern Hackney, who's in Disney now because he got sold. Uh, he asked, but he still has to do his intern job. He does. Uh, he did top five favorite cop films, top five favorite cops in film since 2010. See, I missed that in word. So what'd you do, Jeff? So I made a list of top five cop films from since 2010. Okay. This was difficult because I haven't seen many. <laughs> a matter of fact, there were only four that I have seen. So I was like, this is terrible. So then what did you do? And then you, you, you sent out a, a thing to update us. That uh-huh. It's like, oh, yeah, it's uh, television, including television. So I'm like, oh, okay. So there's a lot of television shows out there with, uh, you know, As cops. police uh, mm-hmm. shows. So I made a list of uh, television uh-huh. shows, police shows. And then I see on the thread that it was also, it's like, is this cops or cop shows? And you're like, uh, cops. I'm like. Fuck! So you made three top five I made lists. Three lists. <laughs> one for movies, one for TV shows, and one for just cops in movies and or TV. Well, we decided, yeah, fuck Hackney. Uh, he's not here. He's in Disney. So we did top five favorite cops in film or television, and he did change approve it. So it is okay. Since 2010, well, Jim. He definitely changed approve it because his favorite on his list, his favorites were from television. I have not read his yet. Uh, Jim, what's your number five? My number five, I hope this shit. Of course you did. I am going to take Detective Tom Hansen and Detective Doug Penhall from 21 Jump Street, the movie. Have Uh, you seen the second one? No. no. Actually, no, I did. Yeah, I did. I saw them both. Oh, no. Well, you don't even know who Tom Hansen and Doug Penhall are, do you? No. That is Johnny Depp and uh, Peter Peter Dove. Oh, I thought those were the characters of Chris uh, Tate's. No, no, this is Jonah Hex. They were at the very end. (laughs) <laughs> when they got killed <laughs> at the very end. Oh, of- that's right. They did make an appearance <laughs> on that one. <laughs> but I, I did remember that. Uh, and the, the Holly Robbins and Pete did make an appearance in the movie, too. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was uh, that they did tie in a bunch of the... But no Richard Greco. I did like yeah. the second... Dustin Gwynn? Dustin Gwynn was... Appeared in it, yeah. I did like the second one when they were talking to the chief, and they were, he's like, what, you think that just because you were successful on 21 Jump Street that you're going to get more money in the budget? <laughs> yeah. And it's going to make it better? <laughs> uh, Je- or Jeff, number five. Uh, my number five I have is uh, Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. Okay. He was he was a cool character, although he, he was duped by that, that evil Walter White. And spoiler alert, his death scene was tragic. Wait, 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 he died? Yeah. Spoilers. Eight, eight oh. years ago. Damn, five seasons. Seven, be- seven years ago? Five <laughs> seasons behind. <laughs> you saw the first season? Six seasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number five is an off... Uh, they made this into a cartoon. Um and well, actually, this is more of a comic book. So fuck this. Anyways, I'm still doing it. Uh, Axe Cop. It was a web comic. Have you ever heard this? Never heard of it. It's pretty funny. So the backstory is actually more entertaining too. Brothers Malachi, Nicole, uh, and Ethan Nicole uh, created the series. Uh, Malachi, he was five when it, he did it, and Ethan, his brother, was 29. So the younger one would come up with the ideas, and Ethan would uh, draw it. Oh, I have heard of that. Yes, and he okay. had a cu- he had an axe for a hand. <laughs> so, uh, who prefers to wield an axe in battle? Sorry, he doesn't have an axe for a hand. He's gruff, tough man, dedicated to killing bad guys. 
<laughs> the comic focuses on the times he's called away from the daily grind to help with more complex tri- problems, such as rescuing a child from a zombie dog woman, helping Bat Warthog Man find his friends, or babysitting. <laughs> or babysitting. Yes. The jet generally involves finding bad guys, including the bad guys from other planets. His first ally is Flute Cop, who goes on to become dinosaurs, Dinosaur Soldier under exposure to dinosaur blood, and shapeshifts into other forms in other episodes. Uh, his other friends are Ralph Wrinkles, Sakurang, Leafman, Baby Man, The Wrestler, Unaman, Unababy, Wexter, and Best Fairy Ever. So they made this into a show? It was or? on Fox for a while. So that was, uh, that was a funny... That completely. Fox News? No, Fox. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was when they were doing their late night, uh, their midnight cartoons. Uh, it happened for like a season. Yeah. Uh, Entertainment Weekly listed the comic as their site of the day in July 2000, or January 2010. It's a funny uh, little thing just because the backstory is awesome. Basically, anytime the kid came up with an idea, that's what he did. He just kind of ran with it. Uh, and he's like, I tried to make it somewhat coherent. Uh, but yeah, basically, he would come up with characters and I would draw them. So, uh, my number five, uh, four, uh, Jim, this is just for you. Uh, let's see. Officer Mark Blackwell, Officer John Shulkin, uh, Sir, Sergeant Eddie Golding, Officer Jose Laudria, Sergeant Stacy Lyons, okay. <laughs> Officer Luis Pamelas. They are the live PD police. <laughs> A, uh, A&E has a great show every Friday and Saturday night. Live PD. They go to the most podunk towns, but damn it, we got these co- We got the cops. Someplace in Oklahoma, we got these cops. Uh, we're going to some off-beaten place in Indiana, but it is awesome to see like what these guys go through. And you're like, you couldn't pay me enough to deal with some of this shit. Uh, I just pissed my pants. Yep, I would be driving. I wouldn't even deal with it. <laughs> Have a good day. So yeah, live PD on A&E. I love that show. Uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, let's see. Uh, my number four, I have Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Oh, he is good. He's he's the, the co-hog cop of the year. So he made my list. I, I put him right there, number four. Good for <laughs> My number four, um, I was going to do live PD, but I changed it. So I'm going to go, this is Hobied, Sergeant Tia Miller. Officer Colleen Deegan, Officer Mandy Kerfus, and Officer Rose Valentino. Police women of Cincinnati? <laughs> the police women of Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, it was fun to watch that show. We watched it in the, the bar I work at. And when we'd see his people arrested and the people from the neighborhood would recognize them and make fun of their friends who got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a connection. It was a nice connection. Uh, I didn't know any of them. No, but. no, but just... just uh, who was number three? My number three, I'm going to go... I hobied this also. Oh, shocking. I'm going to go Odafin Tutuola and John Munch from Law & Order SVU. Well, I know John, John Munch was in, like, 12 different Yeah, Munch shows. was in 12 I don't know shows. any of these, sorry. That's uh, t- Richard t- Belzer's character. Oh, yeah. That's Richard t- Belzer and uh, Ice-T's character. Ah. And, uh, is Belzer alive still? Yes. Yeah, they're still making... Oh, he's no, still... He, he, he's, re- he's out. Oh, he's out? Because yeah, he, he retired for a while. Oh, Munch is out? Munch retired, so oh. it's... But T's still in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, of course. What else is he doing? Tudor is still in it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. What's number three? Uh, my number three is Jim Hopper 
from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Oh, okay. Again, I I don't do well with names. <laughs> you know, uh, Hopper. Yeah, Matthew. Uh, Matthew Modine. Matthew Modine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the one. Uh, my number three is Officer Hops from Zootopia. And that is an honorable mention. I love Zootopia. Zootopia really... was number one on my list of cop <laughs> movies from the decade. It's a really well done show. I like it. The more I watch it, the more I liked it. Uh, let's see here. She's a badass bunny cop. Uh, number two, uh, Alec Hardy, detective inspector from Broadchurch. Yep. When you guys were talking about it off air, I was like, <laughs> can't say anything. I have it on my list. It's my, my number two. Oh, uh, you actually had it on yeah. your list? Oh, okay. Yeah, I liked him. Uh, it was uh, David Tennant. Because yeah. um, we were talking about Olivia Coleman, who played the... She know. was good in it, too, but David Tennant was awesome. Um, it, I loved the first season of Broad Church, uh, the British version. Um, it was really well done. Yeah, the American version had a different name completely. Yeah, and David Tennant was brought in just to kind of do stuff, but it was not. And try to do an American accent. Yeah. But Broadchurch, the uh, BBC one, the original one, very well done. Um, yeah, so you should definitely check it out. They made three seasons of it. Um, I saw the second or first half of the second season. I was not too impressed. It was more focused on the trial. And then the third season involves the same family that had their son killed, uh, but somebody's raped at their uh, birthday party they, they threw. I'm like, geez, oh, Pete, get rid of this Ted family. It's just, yeah. Get it's a small family. village. Burn them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good can come from this family. Burn them. <laughs> Let's just burn all survivors. <laughs> there uh, will be no survivors. <laughs> Why didn't you put that on one of our assets? <laughs> uh, good, Jeff. Oh, that was your two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two, I have uh, Winnie the Bish, a.k.a. Winston <laughs> Bishop from New Girl. New Girl. <laughs> Don't know that show. You never watch New Girl? Nope. Ah, the Lamorne Morris character end up becoming a cop in the later episodes, later seasons. I'm seven seasons behind. You are okay. I think I think there were eight. Eight. <laughs> it, you, it's a fantastic show. I, I thought, heard. I thought your wife watched it. No, she wanted to. Oh, she okay. wanted to. So, uh, oh. Jim, number two. My number two. I am going to go with uh, Officer John Nolan from The Rookie. Oh, I forgot about You it. forgot about The Rookie. Have you? Are you up to date? I watched, yeah, the entire... Second first. season's a lot better. Yeah. Of The Rookie. Mm-hmm. And He's it's no Nathan Fillion. He's a rookie, though. He's still a rookie. Still a rookie. It's eight months in. Oh, the, the time flow yeah. is different. Yeah, they're still... Yeah. It's like a lost time thing. Yes. Where, where even though it's been on the year for six years, it actually only took place over three months. It's surprising thing in The Rookie, uh, there's a lot more polar bears in, in Lost. It's really <laughs> odd. Really odd. Uh, every time that uh, Nathan Fillion's character, uh, he's doing something, and I'm like, uh, every time my wife and I watch it, and I was like, now why would um, 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 Castle do that? I can't get any other name out of it. He's always it's Castle. Castle. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's an honorable mention of mine. Go ahead. Next, uh, that was number one, Jim. For you, my number one. I mean, this is perhaps the greatest cop to ever wear the badge. What's that? I mean, he does everything strictly by the book. I mean, cops look up to him for how good he is, and that would be Danny Reagan. Who? Blue Bloods? <laughs> oh, Sellers' character? In Blue no, Blood? no. Donnie Wahlberg? Oh, Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, Danny Ray. Does he have oh. a mustache? 
No, no. he doesn't have a mustache. Oh, you mean Donnie Wahlberg or Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah, no. in the he, show, he would have been kicked off the police force so many times. But his dad's the commissioner. <laughs> but his dad's supposed to be so e- uh, even-handed. Yeah. <laughs> Is he... he breaks every single like uh, rule you can. <laughs> but still is on it. Oh yeah, he's still a cop. His, his closing rate is just fantastic. <laughs> They're not guilty, but he closes. Well, he well, right. Don't don't they all get off on technicalities because he did? No, like, he shoots them. Yeah, you can't get off on a technicality <laughs> when you're dead. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, well, that was a clean shoot, <laughs> uh, sir. He jaywalked. Uh, nope, I found five hundred pounds of marijuana on him. What? And, and this gun, <laughs> sir. That, clunk, clunk. Sir, that's your revolt. That's your service gun. <laughs> what? What? He stole it from me. It even says Donnie. You didn't even put your character's name on it. <laughs> yeah, your character's Danny. You have Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. Donnie Reagan. <laughs> It says Dunnets on it. (laughs) Again, get Dunnets to play Danny Reagan. Dunnets, Dunnets. Better question, is he vaccinated on the show? (laughs) Just wondering. Uh, Now I want to see Blue Buzz. How great is his mustache in it, Tom Selleck's? Oh, is that Frank Reagan? Frank, yeah. Pretty good. Is it? It's, It's a phenomenal mustache. Okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Does it have I mean, its own time zone? <laughs> I it was, has its own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh. I, I was going to put him there, but I just, I'm like, no, i got to go with Danny. He's such a horrible character. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, can I talk? Boom! <laughs> sir, my son's missing. Bam! <laughs> What's this cocaine doing on you? <laughs> Shoot, throw cocaine. <laughs> Poof! Big powder puff He goes to his own what uh his own uh research department at the police academy with the police force. Uh could you do a gun that shoots cocaine and bullets at the same time? <laughs> Saves me at least ten minutes. <laughs> Maybe a little baggies? Maybe He's the bullet- cocaine in his system <laughs> he needs on his clothes. <laughs> he needs to go find Bond, he needs to find Q. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Q, could you put a bag of cocaine attached to the bullet when I shoot it? (laughs) So it just drops. (laughs) Um, I don't think that's a good thing, Danny. I'm Donnie. Sorry. (laughs) Now he's over Simpson? Thompson? I think he's talking to you. Dad, I shot another person. What do you do? Jay walked. With, with, with cocaine. With cocaine and, and my service revolver. Um, son, it even says cocaine by Danny on the bag, okay? Can That's Donnie. Uh, yes, I know. You sharpied it out with an O, okay? Could you stop doing this, sir, son? I know. Okay, you're still on the police force. You're still a good cop. Or a cop. <laughs> he closes every case. Case closed. We haven't had a jaywalk incident in 10 years. <laughs> he is a homicide detective. <laughs> He's not a beat cop. <laughs> the protesters just sit outside his home every day with new signs. They just sharpie it out. Well, well it's, it's because he got to be a homicide detective after he closed all those, those jaywalking com- cases. <laughs> all those jaywalking homicides. Yes. 
Um, this person's dead. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cocaine. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we abuse ourselves. <laughs> he admitted to it. Well, you beat the snot out of him. Like, now he's dead. <laughs> you turned him into Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's wrong. Okay, my bad. <laughs> does, does it really count if he's not vo- vocalizing his... Uh, but just typing out a speaking spell saying, I did it, I did it. Well, oh, the thing is, he, he, he gets the, the report there, and then he beats the guy unconscious, and then he puts a pen in the guy's hand and signs it. <laughs> in blood. Oh, there's blood all over the page. Unfortunately, Donnie doesn't know how to write. <laughs> so it's a really interesting confession, each one. Uh, I gotta watch this show. <laughs> Different than I remember it. <laughs> You're gonna be so disappointed. If he if that fucker doesn't shoot someone in the first episode I'm watching, I'm gonna be upset. He might. <laughs> Donnie, you've worked five days this year. You've been on paid leave for every shooting incident. Uh I wonder how much he's on cameo. Uh go ahead, Jeff. Number one. Uh my number one is uh Rod Farva. Oh. Uh, he was an honorable mention. Yeah. In Super Troopers 2. Super Troopers, Troopers 2, 2, because that's the one that, granted, not as good as he was in Super Troopers, but uh, he's still Rod Farva, so. Well, my number one, I just added, I hobied it. <laughs> oh. Number one B. Kate Beckett. Is the whole cast of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine! Oh, How did you just remember it? that? No, no, I, that's no, not that's not okay. You just remembered Castle. Oh, okay. I didn't. <laughs> not there yet. Uh, anyways, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, fantastic show. Uh, I, the whole show is awesome. The cast is amazing. Every time, every episode I watch, I look at my wife, I go, man, they have a great cast. She's like, you say this every week. I was like, I know, but it's so good. It actually made me like uh, Adam Sandberg. Uh, I couldn't believe that. Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Yeah. I will go with I Adam he, Sandberg. I think he's great in uh, the the Lonely Island well, stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, and finally one A because she's always near and dear to my heart, even though I forgot her. Kate Beckett, Castle. <sighs> How'd you forget Castle? I don't know. I don't know, but man, she is amazing. She kicked ass. <laughs> she was awesome. I loved her character. Uh, so I'm going Kate Beckett. Hmm. Stonic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though she doesn't get along with Nathan Fillion, it's okay. It's How do okay. you not get along with Nathan Fillion? They dated, and then they broke up. <laughs> Still, you should be able to get along with Nathan Fillion. So. And unlike da- Donnie, she doesn't shoot first and ask questions <laughs> later. She just takes them down. <laughs> I still love Castle when he has the, the bulletproof vest on and everyone else says, you know, New York City cops, and he's like, writer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's my top five. Anyone else? I've Any got honorable on, mentions? i got honorable mentions. Like I said, Judy Hopps. Uh, Judy Hopps. I have uh, Angela Abar from Watchmen. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter from Dexter. So he wasn't technically a cop. He, he was, was just the CSI. The, the splatter guy, but yeah. close enough. Okay, well then I'll take uh, Deb Morgan. Yeah, How's take that? Deb. She was a cop. I'll take Deb. Mm-hmm. Foul mouth cop. Fuck, 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 Did she? Yeah. Oh. Spoiler. Oh, I thought you knew. Nope. Oh, yeah, she dies at the end. Okay. Uh, Clancy Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons. Yes. And I've got, uh, from Game Night, Jesse Plemons' character of Gary. 
Oh, the movie game night. Yes. yes. Did you like that? I loved yes. it. I didn't it was love enjoyable. it, but I liked it. it Gar- was Gary was uh, Gary's character was my favorite character. Yeah. Did he it. have a Yorkshire or something like that? The dog, wasn't it? It was a white dog, wasn't it? I don't remember. Yeah, it was like that. a little white. Yeah, because it was in blood yeah, at the uh-huh. one point. Oh. Was that his dog? That was his dog. Okay. I still like when the guy goes into the jet. And I know I saw it on the commercial, but it's still yeah. funny. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, that was, a, that was a great delivery of that. Uh, my uh, honorable mentions, I have Teresa Lisbon and Kimball Cho from The Mentalist. Huh. I have Anthony Dinozo and Ziva David from, from NCIS. NCIS. Oh, okay. And uh, Not McGee. You don't like McGee? He's just his weight loss really, really kind of scared me. Well, that was freaky when he yeah, got real thin and looked wrong. Uh huh. But I mean, Sean I mean, Murray, yes. yeah, the the stepson of the producer of the show. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> he, ironically, he shot people on set too, and he was fine. He was, they just let him on. And then I also had Raylan Givens. From Justified. Time out. So I'm still confused about this on, uh, what's the Blue Bloods? Do you think they have a board one day since Donnie shot someone? Do <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they do. Have a, uh, <laughs> two days since he framed. And then it says Donnie, or it says Danny would cross out to say Donnie. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually, it's, uh, it's been this many days since Danny has uh, beat a witness. <laughs> uh, Mrs. A. Pant. Uh, she had uh, Officer Hops, Judy Hops, uh, Chris Bednar, Doctor Bednar. Ooh. He had Super Troopers. Uh, even all those, of them. Yeah, he just all had five Super of Troopers. them. Um, I just picked Rod. Kristen. She had Paul Blart. I don't find that funny. Well, then you won't find uh, other people's lists <laughs> funny either. <laughs> Anyways, didn't see the Hackney interns? intern Hackney. He had Chris Mannix, Walter Groggins from Hateful Eight. Coggins. Marcus Hamilton, Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water. Harry Bosch from Titus Welliver Bosch. Titus Welliver was the the, uh, the, car- uh, the actor. Yeah. Bosch is the show. Yes. Not Titus Welliver Bosch. Ben Sherman, Jim Gordon, Ben, McKen- uh, ben McKenzie, South LA, or Southland, South LA, and Gotham. Again, worst police force ever. And uh, Raylan Gibbons, Tim- Timothy Ophelant. Ophelant. Ophelant from Justified. He was in the Duddits movie. And honorable yep. mention, Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really surprised he didn't have Paul Blart, Paul Blart, Paul Blart, Paul Blart, and Paul Blart. I don't find it funny. Uh, Paul Blart only had one movie in this decade. But he was that good to take up five spots. <laughs> I don't like that it. fat to take up five spots. Yep. I don't like it. I don't Is that think a fat joke? It was. Okay. I don't like it. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> Fuck Kevin James. He is Pittsburghian of the year. Worst person ever. So next year. Or at least of the year. Yes. So there you go. There's top five. Thanks for listening. And uh, bad idea of the week. Cats. <laughs> uh, number 17. Cats. Cats. Overall, just cats. Just, oh, no, not necessarily the movie, just cats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the movie helps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, the movie. But, oh, yeah. I'm going to knock something off the shelf. Oh, that's real great. Uh, <sighs> stupid cat. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye.
addendum title for the show? I got nothing. Unless you want me to say Jason's mom's pie. No, but the skin? The skin of Jason's mom's no, never pie. Never mind, it's even worse. <laughs> I, I, ha- I have fuck Kevin James. Nope. <laughs> I have we did this in one take. <laughs> I like that one. Like and that one. pie. Just P-I. Pie. 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 Uh, I have, I put him right at number four. Uh, re- uh, cameo this. You just like saying it. Because you did. I did. Okay. I would say, yeah, Cam- and, Cameo this. I was trying to figure out how to fit Cameo into a title I couldn't come up with. That it. was sudden and my best impression. I think uh, I think so, so. pie? I think Lando was my best impression yet. You did an impression of Lando? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Why don't we go find out where you're from? <laughs> Let's go find Let's go. out. Let's go find out. Hey, 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 we're doing a competition, okay? <laughs> thought it was. Yeah, Let me go first. Let me go first. <laughs> Let me go first. I'm Lando. Let's go find out where you're from. <gasps> it's Lando. I actually think I that was a it. decent one. It sounded nothing like Billy D. Williams, but yes. Let's Code 45. Let's go find out where you're from. No, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Jeff? Let's go find nope, out you're done. where you're from. No, we, we, wink, wink. Nope, you hung on the wink too long. We, we both... Lick lips. We, we both didn't get it because we didn't say who we were. Oh. <laughs> so Jason wins. <laughs> I hate to say it, but winner, winner, chicken dinner over here. Again, best impressionist around. Okay, what's the title? Uh, I don't know. We did this in one take. Or pie. Or pie. Just P.I. It is episode 314. Or do we got the pie symbol? I No, I don't like pie. P.I.E. Just pie. No, P.I. People can assume whatever they want. Oh, P.I.E. at 314. P- episode 314, P.I.E. Pie. Okay. We can't do numbers. But it'll no. come up. Well, no. Oh, no, it will come up. It does come up. Is that? But they're kind of misnumbered, though, aren't they? In iTunes, they are. Fuck iTunes. I want to fuck iTunes. We can just call it 3.14. That's the name. So, pi it is. P-I. Moving on. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye.